Bridgestone is the official tire of the New England Patriots and proud to partner with Sullivan Tire, New England's headquarters for quality Bridgestone tires. Visit SullivanTire.com to find a location near you. Some of the content of Patriots Unfiltered may not be suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The world's original podcast. Welcome to Patriots Unfiltered. I've never seen a guy take a knee and lose the ball. I've seen guys fumble on draws. Well, I did see somebody take a knee this year and lose it. He didn't take a knee. He fumbled the snap. Well, you have but to snap the ball to take the knee. You have to snap the ball no, to I, run the okay. play. Anyway. I can't eliminate the snap from yeah. the equation. Right. I can eliminate. Exactly. Don't even put the ball in play. <laughs> I don't even want you looking at the ball, Evan. You go in the bathroom. We were all drinking hot chocolate, and I was probably like 12 or 13. My uncle, have in that hot chocolate? My uncle, who was hammered, handed me the schnapps hot chocolate. I was still too young at that point to, to even want to do that. I was, but, I was a dweeb. Maybe someone lost the situation. I think you said it to me when we were walking out did at the end of the show, yeah, and I was like, did, did, they were tied, Paul! I know, I know, and I said, do you think that they thought they were losing? I've kind of heard some rumblings of this, too. Not a lot, because everybody's so pissed off. No one's really looking at the bright side. But stiff-arming Mac Jones and then just ram- rumbling into the end zone. Like, yeah. Looked like a tight end. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Mac's got to make that tackle. Uh, let's go down to <laughs> Andrew. This is Patriots Unfiltered. Fueled by Dunn. All right, welcome to Patriots Unfiltered. It is Wednesday here at Gillette Stadium, and we're awaiting Bill Belichick's live press conference. So we're going to go to that live when it happens. I hear he's got a major announcement. (laughs) I'm only kidding. That's what we're hearing. I'm only kidding. Uh, But we do want to hear what he has to say. Uh, It's a pivotal week. Every scientist. Yeah. HC of the NEP. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, we're interested to see which direction this team goes after that brutal loss. Um you know, do they go up from there or do they spiral? Yeah. Uh, and either one could happen. So, um, you know, we're interested to hear what he has to say. We'll go to that when, when he starts. Schedule for noon, but he's a little late. It's 12.02 now. Uh, but in the meantime, 855-PATS-500 is the Ace Ticket Hotline. Web radio at pages.com is the email address. You know, we're still recovering, I think. You know, it's still the wound is fresh. We're still recovering, but we're trying to move on to the Bengals. Um, And here in New England, leading up to the game, we're supposed to have some type of uh, wet storm. No snow, but high winds, pouring rain, and then freezing over uh, Friday night before the game on Saturday. Really cold, too, I think. Uh, You're you're breaking up there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I heard it's going to be warm. Yeah, it's going to be. Rain for uh, Thursday night into Friday, and then really warm on Friday, yep. and then dropping like thirty degrees on Saturday. Yeah, so like Saturday. they said, Ooh. like Friday night, it'll feel like minus two <sighs> around Foxborough. Yeah. It'll feel like that. It won't that it'll be higher, but feel like that. And then for the game, it should be upper twenties. Yeah, uh, that, that's that's yeah. yeah. That sounds like what. Uh, what I had heard. And yeah. it, it will be interesting to see how much freezing you. You're right, Freddie. Because like, yeah. if we get a lot of rain yeah. well, on Friday, it's supposed to be like in the 50s on yeah, Friday. Yeah, the, the guy I was listening to on BZ, he was saying that because of the high winds, the roads may not freeze over because the wind kind of keeps yeah. the, the water from accumulating. So it, the freezing over part may not be that bad. But that makes sense. it is going to drop very fast. Uh, over a seven-hour period from, like, 40, 50 
to yeah. to like I had heard as high as like fifty six to like twenty six. Yeah, like that big of a gap. So that that's so game time in the twenties. Yeah, yeah. what we're expecting. Yeah, so I don't think the the weather won't be terrible for the game itself. But I think Fred brings up you know, like whatever we get on Thursday and Friday, what happens to that when it gets really cold? Yeah, yeah. could impact. So Thanks. some wild and crazy. I even think like the high winds are supposed to have gone away by Friday. Yeah. Like Thursday night into Friday, they're supposed to be like 50, 60 mile an hour winds. Yeah, like people are going to lose electricity over this one. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Pretty now. <laughs> oh, and there's Bill. Let's go to him. Yeah, so, you know, it's been spent a lot of time here um, on Cincinnati the last couple of days. It's good. a good football team, um, a good organization. Uh, always had a lot of respect for, uh, you know, Mike, and, uh, you know, his commitment to. Uh, well, the old Brown family, you know, come back to um, Paul Brown, Mike, um, you know, and then Zach's done a really good job there, you know, obviously Lou on defense, and, you know, Darren in the kicking game, um, this team's well coached, um, they have a lot of good players, uh, very explosive offensively, um, great quarterback, um, three, three great receivers, uh, tight end, two really good running backs, uh, offensive lines. Certainly, have been improved uh, from where they were last year, and you know, defensively, they can—they're big. They can stop the run. They can rush. Uh, a really smart team. Good situational football team. Uh, field goal kickers. Where he is, twelve out of thirteen from over fifty yards or something like that. It's, he doesn't miss many. Um, so explosive in the return game. Um, you can see why they're. You know, whether one of the top teams in the league, and, uh, you know, playing well here, you know, lately, you know, not uh, maybe not quite as good at the beginning of the year, but they've certainly come on playing good football now. So, um, yeah, it's be a good opportunity for us Saturday, and, and uh, you know, challenge here to you know deal with these guys. They got a lot of a lot of weapons, and so they're very they're very well coached. Uh, don't get penalized. Um, you know, they play a good clean game. And so make you earn everything. Uh, so you know, that's what we're going to have to do. Um, yeah, sad. I mean, there's a legend. Um, you know, great, great college player. Um, maybe, maybe a little overshadowed by, uh, you know, Lydell. Um, but that was a pretty good backfield. Um, I was at Baltimore with Lydell. Um, George Welsh was their position coach at Penn State, so we talked about those guys quite a bit. And, and um, you know, Mitchell got a lot of the, a lot of the stats and, and publicity and all that at, at Penn State. But I know George always, you know, raved about Franco and didn't carry balls much and and his hands, which I mean, <laughs> one play kind of says it all, you know, on that one. So. Um, he wasn't fun to play against. I could tell you that. You know, it was at Baltimore. We, you know, played him in the playoffs there, my first year. Uh, but yeah, this guy's a guy's a great player, great person. Uh, it's a big loss. Thank you. Bill, what's your message to the guys with you know three games left, kind of control of your own destiny here, um, taking care of business? What's your message to the guys? Yeah, one day at a time, one game at a time. Same as always. First time you've seen Joe Burrow, what stands out 
Yeah, everything. Um, I mean, he's first of all, he's tough. He's a tough kid. Um, you know, he's he'll stand in there, throw the ball, take a hit, to make a play. Um, accurate. You know, hits all the throws. Uh, tough to tackle. Manages the game well. Sees the game well. Uh, productive. Productive in uh, critical situations. Third down, red area, big games. So he makes makes a lot of his best plays at, at the right time when you really need him. He's impressive. Yeah, Ted's done a good job. How they, have they been protecting Burrow as sort of a storyline early in his career? He, he took a lot of sacks. I don't know if that's still true this year, but um, how's their offensive line from a protection standpoint? But like I said, they definitely improved. I mean, so I saw a couple of games from last year. Um, yeah, I think they've improved. It. You know, made some changes there. Drafted Olsen, brought Ted in there, Collins, so. Bengals have had a lot of injuries all over, but mainly on defense, losing Cheeto, the main corner, a couple of defensive lines last week. What has stuck out to you that they've have been able to sustain their defensive effort, their physicality, and what Lou has done on that side? Yeah, yeah. Again, Lou's done a good job. They've they've got good depth, and um, yeah, again, I think they're very, um, you know, they're they're aware. They're they make good. Instinctive plays, um, like Hilton's a very instinctive player, both safeties really. Um, so I mean, they they make a lot of you know good plays at the right time, um, recognize things, anticipate them. You know, sometimes it looks like you're gonna have more than you have, and then things close up quickly. I mean, Wilson's been really productive. He's got uh, a lot of tackles. You know, he's got some interceptions here the last couple of years. He gets his hand on the balls. Good pass defender. So. I mean, it's team defense. Yeah, it's just team defense. Um, the two edge players, though, have been very disruptive. So, got a lot out of Hubbard and Henderson. Yeah, I'd say probably the latter. I mean, it's, this isn't a team that does a lot of new things from week to week. It's, you know, look at one game and say, like, well, it looks a lot different than some other game. Um, you know, they have their, they're pretty steady, really, in their personnel. All right, we're going to uh, turn away from Bill. If he says anything, you know, newsworthy, we'll, we'll uh, talk about it. People will be monitoring it for us. But uh, just, you know, going over the Bengals and – all the question line of questions is about scouting the Bengals. So yeah, yeah. I thought it was interesting you mentioned that. I mean, the edge guys do stand out, but I mean, Hubbard doesn't sound like he's going to play. Hendrickson is back at practice this week with a broken wrist, but he didn't play last week. So both those guys have injury issues. So that could be a little bit of a, a, a needed boost for the Patriots offense with those two guys potentially yeah. out. Now, um, in your database, mm, I would already, you, I'm would on it. I'm would on you it. Uh, categorize that as the um, homeless crew? <laughs> like what, what would that? Well, if if we name things homeless crew, Fred, it might get complicated because there's a lot of homeless crew looking sweatshirts <laughs> right. in the. Uh, I do like the term, though, Fred. Good job. <laughs> In the database. Uh, that is the 2014. Uh, that was the 2014 edition of the Belichick hoodie. Um, 
And I was just looking. He. Uh, you need to find a way to harness this. For he hasn't. Uh, I have. This is like where I'm sitting Fred. here right now. Yeah. <laughs> Fred, he's looking at it and he says that that is the 2014. Right. Like, yeah. like okay. it, it, do you doubt him? Like oh, no, I had I, a friend. I, I had a nope. friend who who knew what episode of Star Trek it was from the captain's log. <laughs> In oh the really? beginning of the show, Captain's yeah. Log, Star Date. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, this is the uh, you know. by the day. Yeah. I guess I want you to know Start right. Dates is easy. Right. Um, I did do I did do a quick look though. That is the 2014 one. He did wear it. Uh, the first game he wore that particular sweatshirt, not cut though, was against the Bengals in 2014 and beat them. Um, but otherwise, has not worn the cut version since the 19 opener against the Steelers. Okay. There you go. Hmm. What did he minute. wear on the on to Cincinnati game? That, oh, in fourteen. That's oh, what uh, I was just thinking of when he said that he wore that. I was like, maybe that's why he oh, broke wait, wait, it wait, out. Wait, wait, I think you're right. Hold on, give me uh, one second. That was the I first thing I thought of, Fred. There you go. Yep. Great minds think alike. That was it. That, that was, was it? it. The first time he wore that sweatshirt was on the we're on to Cincinnati. So don't game. tell me that this is random. He just pulls <laughs> something out of the closet. <laughs> this is this is he puts thought into what he's wearing. I got to I got to tweet I got to follow that up Fred thanks to you for uh, for connecting the dots on that I didn't quite place it together but well as soon as you said 2014 Cincinnati that's the first like right that's the f- first thing that popped into my head right there it is there it is and there it is yep. they're winning <laughs> yep you can't lose clear <laughs> eyes full, full heart can't lose homeless hoodie can't lose yeah Okay. So I had to tweet that out. All right, good. Yeah, thanks, Fred. I appreciate it. You know, I mean, collaboration. You guys are helping me connect the dots. I love it. But <laughs> it is funny. It is funny yeah. when, when you connect things like this. You're like, wait, what does it mean? I know. Oh, my God. <laughs> like he's consulting it. Bear's just like, Nothing. we're going to wear this well, this week. Speaking, <laughs> of con- speaking of conspiracy theories, and not to dwell on the last game, but your guy Fitzy oh. uh, has a conspiracy theory. There's a I love conspiracy theories. There's a tw- I, I almost never agree with yeah, them. Yeah, there's but. a Twitter account. Uh, <laughs> called NFL officiating, and it's an official oh, yeah, account. Yeah. I know what you're gonna say. Yeah. Oh um, my god! That's yeah. managed by the NFL officials, and yeah. it over. And supposedly, according to Fitzy, they follow all the NFL teams except for the Patriots. That's wow. we're the only team it doesn't follow. <laughs> they don't care for our social media posts. Yeah, I thought this was going to be something like Stevenson and Myers had like a. <laughs> Bet going on, like, like I, I wanted it to be like a, a like a legit conspiracy no, theory. This is conspiracy no. theory. Yeah, this is like some some poor it's social media. follows on social media. <laughs> well, oh why, why do they? This follow is what we're left with. Hell. Why do they follow hey. all the teams? Thank you, Matt. <laughs> right? Yeah. Right? Yeah. No, like we're not following the Patriots. We don't right. like them. Right. We're gonna we do calls against them. We don't want to hear what they have to say. Uh, and, and if we, you want to entertain this for a second, sure. Which fan base do you think would give uh, something called NFL officiating the most uh, yeah, but blowback? That, ha- that has nothing to do with following the official account of the Patriots. So don't so wipe everything away from the Patriots because okay. there's okay. no question in my mind the most they hear from is Patriots fans. Well, we're, we're the most screwed. <laughs> exactly. Right. Let's face it. Exactly. Let's there's only one fan base that thinks like that, the, and you let, just articulated let, it perfectly. We are the most screwed, you know? Always. Why yeah. us? No, Why I, us? Uh, I, I'm a little – I was – I didn't know where you were going with that, but when you said <laughs> Fitzy has a – I was like, whoa. What, what what didn't I hear? I was like, oh. Especially because Fitzy's in a dark place these, these yes. days. Yes. He's is texting it? me. I'm like, who is this? Who is I this did, person? I did the podcast two weeks ago yeah. with, with Andy and, and Fitzy. He is not in a good place. <laughs> yeah, because he's also a big I Red Sox fan. Too. So that, that, he can't be happy about what's going on there either. I said, if I don't have you, and, you know, <laughs> dark yeah. I, don't know what, I don't know what the Patriots can rely on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> was he the one, like. With the positivity over Andy now, like he's the one. Oh, Andy and like I Andy's, were Andy's got a way more positive than Fitzy was in that podcast. 
He's having his moment. And the other um, the other video I, I shared on our little cool content thing. I don't know if you saw that one, but there's some Patriots fan that oh I'll getting let, yeah getting just absolutely yelled at by some drunk woman in his face um, at the Raiders game <laughs> at the Raiders game. But credit to that guy for uh, he just stoically sh- sat there and sure. or stood there and didn't say a word. Yeah, Paul. So I, mean, I, was, Paul. I, was, I was telling Mike, this is great. This is when I really am. Like, I really, I take a step back. I look myself in the mirror and said, "You really are a, a rotten person." <laughs> you know what my first thought was? I saw this this morning. I was getting. Uh, I had to get Will up for basketball practice, so I was just like scrolling through, and I see this thing, and I was like, "Wow, what a jerk that woman is!" I mean, she's really. I mean, this is really over the top. And and I thought, you know what I immediately thought, Fred? What's that? What must that guy have done? <laughs> In the fourth quarter, when it looked like the Patriots are going to beat them, to elicit that kind of a response, right? That was the first thing I thought of. Yeah. Why? Like, why do I think like that? Like five. Like, why minutes would earlier. I think like, like you know what I mean? Like when it looked like the Patriots are going to win twenty four seventeen, because you know that anybody that does what that woman did with the Raiders shirt, anyone who does that, that's a colossal a hole. Right. Right. So you know she was probably giving it to him the whole first half. She was probably yelling at him. Yeah. And then I'm thinking that guy must have turned the tables in the second half when the Patriots came back. And then when it ended like that, she just emptied all the barrels. Sure. But more often, you know, more likely is the guy who took it as the Patriots fan is probably just a good guy (laughs) and didn't create a problem, which absolutely could have been a problem because I don't know how I would have handled that. As you all know. I'd still be beating up that guy from Green Bay if my brother didn't right. pull him up, pull me off of him. Yeah, that'd be an incident for sure. What are you supposed to do with like a situation? You're supposed to go get an usher and be like, "This woman is harassing." No, me. I think the guy. I don't. I don't know how I he know, did I'd it. Move. I don't know how <laughs> that guy did it. I really available. don't. In all seriousness, I don't know how those Patriots fans oh. maintained their composure and just sat there and let that go on because that the, was bad. The in the face stuff when she was like in his face, like you, you know, like right up. Alley. It probably saved her. That it was a woman. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Because if that was a guy, headbutt. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Night night. Uh, yeah. Uh, that was else? bad. That was bad. Uh, Therese Hall is back. We didn't talk about Cameron Grown yesterday. Um, too. I don't interesting know if that's really that he worth. got signed uh, off the Patriots practice squad. So it's from Indianapolis. Yeah. So so he's home. gonna have to be on their active roster. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, for at least. Yeah. I guess but you know what's funny. And I don't know how much you guys watched the the Colts game, the Colts Vikings game, you know oh, the yeah, historic yeah. comeback. Yeah, yeah, I don't know if yeah. you guys I paid much attention to it. Yeah, um, I've watched it all. Um, I I did too. And one of the best players on the field for the Colts was that guy. I, and I, I'm not, I can't pronounce his name. It's Ifani Ifani I don't. I can't pronounce his name. It's a linebacker. I think he was number 54. He made all kinds of plays in the game. But he's also the guy that tackled Justin Jefferson like three times at the end of overtime, which led to the delay of game penalty, stopped right. the clock, and allowed the Vikings. They waived him. They released him after the game. Oh. Wow. Wow. You know? And I just – I don't know if that guy was any good, if he just had a good game. He was all over the place making plays in that game. Mm-hmm. And then he ultimately did the the thing that cost him the game, or it cost him a tie. Um, and they released him. And now they bring in Cam McGrone off the Patriots <laughs> practice squad to replace him, ostensibly. Linebacker for linebacker. Yeah. So teams just cut guys when they make 
egregious mistakes sometimes. Wow, this is where I get Mike is in a bat, like he's in a dark place. <laughs> I'm not saying. Are, are you calling guys, for something? No, here? I'm joking. I'm I joking. would like to see some repercussions <laughs> for things that see, sort of seem to be happening week after week after week. But yeah, I, I, I think I've barked. You I know, like a lot that. of people have the theory that uh, you know. Bill, in his decision to put Matt Patricia in charge of the offense, has broken Mac. I think Mac has broken Bill. Yeah, like yeah. hand in the, hand. The, like the the stuff that's gone on with no like Kendrick Bourne. Could you imagine like five years ago Kendrick right. Bourne doing what he did like right. three weeks ago and not losing a snap? Right. Well, for all we know, he has lost snaps all throughout the season. Going no, back but to not, training camp. But not right off of that game. The next game he caught five passes. It yeah. was probably his most active game of the year. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they're kind of desperate in, you know. I mean, he didn't play a lot last week either. I mean, it's just, I don't know. It, it's We get in this conversation all the time, and he's just it's hard to, like, really get in on Mac and all that. When, like, I mean, it's just Malcolm Butler didn't play an entire Super Bowl for something that wasn't <laughs> play-related. We don't know why. We don't know why. But it wasn't play-related. So it was not, like, not performance based. Yeah, and played over ninety percent of the snaps I mean, all throughout the year. Welker didn't play a, a, a quarter because of stuff he said about another head coach. And now you can say our, our third down package stinks. They know our plays, and nothing happens. Yeah, I think they broke Mac. I mean, I think they broke Bill. <laughs> yeah, who isn't broken right now? <laughs> I'm broken. I'm broken. But I've been broken for a long time. All right, uh, 855-PATS-500. Why don't we go to our listeners, see what's going on around uh, Patriots Nation. We'll start with Mark in Connecticut. What's up, Mark? Mark. Good job, Hardy. Mark. To oh, there he guys, is. What? <laughs> wanted to ask you guys, what is going on with Mac Jones? Just missing th- easy wide-open throw after wide-open throw. Yeah, I don't know. We were kind of talking about it. I was wondering, you know, is it possible, and I'm just asking, is it possible that since the ankle injury, um, his mechanics haven't been right? You know? It is possible. It, it could be, but is it time to go to Jared? Is it time to go to uh, Bailey? I was going to say Jared Stidham, but uh, <laughs> Bailey Zappi. Is it time to Is it time to turn the page? And maybe I, give the kid a shot. Yeah. So. To what end, though? Of the season? To what? Like, what are you going to prove? I or think learn? you'd have to like give Mac quote an injury in order to do that. Right. Well, I mean, I, you've just done it. Yeah. yeah. I don't think you just you just make the switch. Uh, there would have to be I some. I mean, Scott Zolak said after the after the game, what what, what a dumb team we are. Yeah. What yeah. a dumb team we yeah. are. Yeah. yeah he would know. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's been on some dumb teams. Oh, I thought you were going I mean, in a different we, direction. Oh, oh, oh. oh. <laughs> well. We're, we're we're tough to watch now. We yep. really are. We're, we're tough to I watch. I agree, Mark, yeah. and that's uh, sort of the worst part about it is, you, you know, you play kind of sloppy and undisciplined football. It's really not even overly entertaining. Um, you know, and like the theater of it, the it absurd of the last play of the game doesn't overshadow the fact that that game really wasn't all that entertaining, you know, no. to that point. Yeah. Right. But do you blame Matt Patricia or do you blame Bill Belichick? Is it time to bring in Billy O'Brien? It, it's it's everybody gets blamed. Yeah. Everybody gets blamed. And yeah. Bill, it has to you know, Bill. Bill put this together. Yeah, yeah. Was, I I, bl- I ultimately blame Bill because he's the one that decided to do Correct. it this way. But yeah. I, I I heard an interesting take on Ooh, I like that. Patricia uh, and nobody in football. So this was I was talking to somebody else who follows it very closely, but not in football, not a Patriots employee, mm-hmm. um, who mentioned that. 
Patricia should have said no. Mm-hmm. He should have said no. He oh. should have said, I, I'm not qualified to do that. Well, listen, I think, you know, people like, well, Bill should be gone because of this. I disagree, but un- unless Bill doesn't believe that he made a mistake, right. you know, That's, like, yep. Yep. Like if Bill, Robert, listen, I tried something. something I, I tried some something. He's a smart guy. He knows football. The same with Judge. I f- thought that they, they could do. You know, this would work out. It didn't work out. We're going to move on. Yep. And that to me, that's okay. All right. I All agree right. with you. Yeah. If he if he, yeah. if he thinks that it's it, he didn't do anything wrong, then that's a different argument. Absolutely. Yeah. That's that's yeah. Quite yeah. Like you well, definitely got to bring in an actual offensive coordinator next year. You got to. Yeah, I, I agree. I, somebody, yeah. Absolutely. All right. Thanks, Mark. I settle for an offensive coach. Period. Yeah. Uh, John's in L.A. What's up, John? Guys, you are lifesavers. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, after the, the, the Super Bowl that shall not be named and a few other losses, it's been hard for me to even get on, like, listen to the show. And I sort of thought I didn't want to listen to the show after – the Bills game a couple weeks ago, and that was much less worse than this. But um, I just want to say thank you for sort of the, the, you know, this time of year when one thinks about what you're grateful for. And well, thank I'm you. really grateful that I tuned in yesterday, and uh, we did our therapy, as Fred <laughs> likes to call it. Um, that was infuriating, and the whole season has been frustrating. I don't want to fire Bill. I don't think they will. I hope they won't. Um but I do hope he takes some accountability like you were just referring to. And like you guys talked about in the show yesterday, which he hasn't, and the coaching staff hasn't, and the players have. I think it's a very bad look. And hopefully it's just like he can't take that level of it right now. He's got to wait till the end of the season. But he needs to acknowledge what anyone can see. Yep. Yeah. Which is that uh, the thing that I'm sure he was – ready to show the media what he was going to do and they don't know anything and matt patricia is smart guy football guy he needs to just suck it up and say that didn't work that's on me it's all on me and we're going to try to do better right that's it. Yeah. and right. he'll he'll go a long way with me yeah yeah i agree yeah but mostly thank you to you guys. all right well thank thanks, you t- for, for listening thanks john yep thanks john but it does make me wonder I don't know if you're ever going to get that cathartic moment of Bill Belichick standing before the press and saying this was a mistake. Like you're going to well, get, he won't like, say it, but through his actions, right? All he'll of a sudden, you'll just yeah. start to see uh, things. Will you know that? What do you mean? If 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 he makes a change, do you know that that was through his his actions that he said I you know the, what I did was wrong and I have to I had to change it, or would you think that he was kind of forced into it? I don't think I don't I don't think he's going to be forced into anything like. Like if he's being asked to do something he disagrees with, but he has no choice, he will leave. So I, you know, yeah, that's my su- take. I'm not sure. I I agree. Yeah, I'm not sure. I agree because well, I don't. I don't think. I don't think he wants to go anywhere else. I think it's just he has everything set up here the way he wants it. I don't think he wants to start over. I don't either. Mm-hmm. But I don't think he also wants to be told how to run the team and. He'd, I, he's, I, and again, this is just me guessing, but I think he'd rather not coach than, you know, be under the thumb of an owner. Yeah. Well, I mean, he didn't want to. I think it's he didn't want to stay at the Jets. He didn't want to stay at the Jets because he wasn't sure of who the new owner would be like, and he didn't want to be under the thumb of Parcells. Yeah, but you think that's the same as being somewhere for twenty-five years and you know being asked to make a change at coordinator? 
Well, again, like not having yeah, idea who I, the I, new owner is going to be listen, and having Parcells but, as shadow. Well, no, but I, I, I think Robert has the right and probably will say, "Bill, you're going to make a change, right?" But I think it's Bill's going to agree with that. Yeah, I think. See, I don't. Yeah, I think if a change is made, it's probably more likely. It's like, I don't want to do it, but I got to do it. Well, he might, but you know, Patricia's his friend too. But I think he's gonna. I think he knows. Again, like, how can he not see right. what everybody right. else? Sees? And that's why it's not I flying think, well, anymore. Like the the you know playing hard to get. Oh well, we'll just work better. Like it's been so bad this year that I think that's what you know fans like, like Gunner especially like they want to hear it from let, him. Let's just say, even let's just say that Bill thinks the mistake was not Patricia and Judge. The mistake was drafting Mac Jones. Let's just say that. In his mind, he thinks that's a mistake. You can't tell me, looking at this team, that it's just Mac. Even if you believe that, it's it's no the everything. Mis- I mean, no, I the don't last think. Play. I don't think it's just. I mean, Mac. that's a, you know that's a symptom of it, of everything. That last play. I mean, that's what we're, that's where we're at. These guys, they don't you know they're not all on the same page. They're not all pulling the same direction. You know, and, and the thing is, like, what what you don't see on this team is a lack of effort, and you don't see guys that don't care. I mean, hmm. you guys were distraught after this game. The The locker room was like a funeral. Jacoby Myers is in tears. They care. It's not like 09 where you had a bunch of guys that couldn't give a crap. These guys care. So it's not about that. It's not about that. You know? I mean, I, I think we're going to find out. We're going to find I, out I think weekend. it's a great comparison to 09. I, I think it's a dysfunctional locker room. I think there's too many guys doing their own thing. Yeah. Like, it doesn't manifest itself in guys not necessarily caring or openly not caring. Yeah. It's, I'm doing my thing. But that— I'm going to flip the ball over my shoulder because I'm trying to make a play to win the game. But, but they, It's not that they don't care that they win or lose. No. It's, I'm going to do what I want to try to do something to right, make a play right. here. But, but then, to me, that comes back to coaching. Yes. Yep. You know? Yes. Yeah. And I'll go back to 09. So, I just can't get them to play the way they need to play. Yeah. And I think he, if he was doing a football life on this year, you'd hear him saying that to Patricia yeah. or Judge. He wouldn't be saying it to Mac because yeah, evidently s- they don't talk. I don't see any Adelius Thomases on this team. And Sean. I, see, I don't like. I don't know how you can. I do. Okay. I don't. I mean, I think Kendrick Bourne is Adelius Thomas. Like he's doing it every single week. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's more often that Trent Brown is Sean Springs. Like I, I, yeah. I think it's the same. Uh, you might be right. I think you might be right. I, I think I, it's the same. Only this team isn't as talented as that team. Yeah, I, you might be right. I just, I, I just get the sense that the guys they they want to win. They want to be coached. I mean, where's Isaiah win? Well, he's yeah. Isaiah that's gone. a good one. I that's, mean, like, but he's not playing. It, the, yeah. No, I know. Yeah. <laughs> that's the point. Well. Because yeah. he don't care. Yeah. Like I, I just. Yeah, you you might be right. You might be right. I mean, I mean, unless he's got like a broken foot and we don't know it, but like I find it hard. To, I don't you find it interesting that we haven't had any like Jim McBride medical updates on Isaiah Wynn? Just gone. Yeah, I mean, like Dave, he he had a foot injury. He was out that week, and he was out the next week. Uh, I, then he was out the next week, and then they put him on. IR. I mean, when it comes to the story of this team, everything's on the table. You know, like as as a possible storyline. You know, yeah. you can't rule anything out, good or bad. You know, you just can't because, you know, we don't know. That's we, where I, that's where I land. Which, I'm not telling you I know definitively. Yeah, I'm we, just saying I feel like there's a lot of 2009 with mm-hmm. this team. Yeah, and just, I think it's also interesting. The worst – a lot of people call this the worst regular season loss in Patriots history. I think that it rivals uh, – one of the losses that would rival it is fourth and two. 
Well, and that was 2009. Like I, I, I just think I there's say, a lot of but I would say in correlations terms of, there. In terms of how we felt coming out of this game, we got to go back to 14. Coming out of that Kansas City game, you know, like we had national TV analysts telling us, you know, they're not that good anymore. They're blah blah blah. And like, remember how we felt coming out of that game? Brady got benched. Brady got benched in that game. He got taken out of the game. He didn't get benched. He got taken out of the game. But there's a difference. Okay. Yeah. But but he wasn't playing well. Nobody. It was an awful, awful game. And we were like, oh, my God, what is going on with this team? And then they just turned it around the next week, and the rest is history. But yeah. we felt – I felt just as bad after that game as this game. Oh, I didn't. I did. I didn't. Oh, I did. I'm not telling you that I knew they were going to – rattle off 100 wins in a row and win the Super Bowl. I'm not telling you that. I'm not telling you I wasn't like taking a step back, but that team was one of the most talented teams of the dynasty. It turns out this but, team isn't. But, but yeah. a- after that game, you like despite their talent, you're like there's yes, something I was wrong. Shook. I was shook. Yeah. There was there's something yeah, they wrong. They weren't here. they weren't playing well. I'm not going to lie yeah. and tell you I knew that they, I didn't. I didn't yeah. know that they were going to rattle off and, and, all those and, wins. And you're right, Paul. Th- this team is not as talented as that team, but I think this team is better than what they're showing. Oh, for sure. And so again, yeah, I, you got to go back to coaching. Why they're not getting out of these guys what they like, should I, be. I I just I mean, every single person, you included, had their record being 8-9, 9-8. Eight and, nine, eight nine nine. and, eight, that's, and right. that's where they're going to end up. And everybody's telling me how much more talented they are than they're playing. Yeah, like, yeah. They're not there but, yet, but, though. But, <laughs> and, and, they're not any more the talented eight. than they're no, playing. But, they might but, not get but the here's eight. the thing. I, they could still be 8-9, and nine, but the offense would look like a real NFL offense. You know? The, the offense just doesn't look like an NFL offense. It's just not right. Yeah, I think the coaching is a big part of it, but I also think that's why a lot of people had them predicted to be 8 and 9, 9 and 8. Right. Well, cuz I, I don't think a lot of people had a lot of faith in the setup. I just I think there's a difference though between 9 and 8 and 7 and 10, you know? And I think 7 and 10 is still on the table for this team and you know, you talk about Kansas City, that game happened early in the season and at the time I wasn't losing my mind over that one. I felt like, man, eh, this it, it felt to me like they just had one of those one offers. This is the end of the season. This is how they're playing at the end of the season. There's no time to, to you know, find yourself and turn it around. So I, I just think all these things are going to come to a head. We'll see what kind of if effort they, they if, have coming if out If they this go 7-10, and 10, in my opinion, the difference between 8-9 and nine and 7-10 and 10 would be they lost to a team that you didn't expect to lose to, Chicago, and they didn't beat anybody that you didn't expect them to beat, which they almost always do. They always beat somebody that you have. Baltimore in the Cam Newton year. Like right. There's always a game like that. That you wow I didn't I didn't think they'd win that game maybe it was the Chargers last year, you know when they went to L.A. and yep. and, and, and they won that game. Right now, as of right now, if they if Mike is right and they lose the last three and go seven and ten, they couldn't beat a good team. They didn't beat anybody that you yeah. weren't expecting them to beat, and they lost to somebody that you didn't expect them to lose. That's the difference between eight and nine and seven and ten. Yeah, yeah. But you need a last second punt return against the Jets, and you also got all these favorable matchups like you got last year. Of you yeah. know, like I mean, the wins that they got against the teams no, they, they got. The we know, we got know what that Colts against, team was. Weren't, weren't against you know, good offenses. Oh with, yeah, with a good you know, quarterback. So I, I mean, yeah, it could have been worse. Splitting hairs. It could have been worse, Mike. You're right. That's a good point. Because they, they had a couple of games that you might have thought would have been a little bit tougher that weren't, like the Colts game. Yeah, you're right. Maybe the Packers too. You're but, right. But I, you know, either way, I just think. We'll see, like all this talk about where they're at mentally. Like we'll see where they're at when they get out yeah. there against a very, yeah. a very good team. You know, are they gonna? Well, like, like we said last week with Josh. You know, how will the team? How will the Raiders come out? You know, has he? Does he still have? 
command of the locker room. Let's Same see what, how the Patriots come out. Same thing. And based Mistakes on the way they played, I'd say uh, no. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, maybe. Yeah. And I mean, <laughs> 13 that's, penalties. That's yeah. kind of the joke, too, with the Pats is that. You know, you talk about these things, and they've all—they've kind of looked the same every game they come out. There's not really a big difference whether they're going to play a good game or a bad game. Like yeah. they're just going to kind of play like they play now. Yeah. Uh, back to the phones. Let's go to Tom in Connecticut. What's up, Tom? Tom. Hey, how you guys doing? Good. Hey, Tom. Hey, so um, I saw an article the, uh, the other day um, on Nesson about potentially uh, Julian Edelman coming back only if New England is a contender, and I was calling to. See what you guys think about that. I'll take myself off the air. Yeah, I think he's done. He just keeps playing this charade every yeah. time. I'm, I don't know. I'm he not interested. About it. I don't think the other. I don't think the Patriots are either. But oh. less than one percent. I, I I don't like to say zero, but I'm not interested. For Edelman coming back in these last three games, or I guess the last two games since we're already at Wednesday, is that is that what he's saying? Or just oh, generally? I think he means next year. Next year. Yeah. Like why would? Why would he come back now? No, I know. That's I, that's why I was asking for clarification. I, they already made a football life about him. It's over. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've like the Brady Gronk Edelman thing to me. Yeah. I, I just don't understand. Like, if you're really a fan of the Patriots and not necessarily a fan of like what an unbelievable story and the buzz, yeah. put the PR aside. If you're really a fan of the Patriots, that's what you think is the best thing to do? Is I mean, it's Brady, Gronk, Edelman will we'll do that it's again. It's not going to happen, but if it did, two out of three of them would not finish the season. Oh, for sure. You're you know? too old! <laughs> so it wouldn't matter. Uh, Williams and Philham. What's up, William? What's going on, Fred? Hey. Paul, and Mike. Hey. My God, fellas. <laughs> I mean, it seemed like every. <laughs> Oh, we got something to say about this team. Well, but I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised at all. But it's just getting it's getting worse every time. And um, uh, is Tamara in today? She is not. Okay. Uh, Mike, can you send a message to uh, Miss Tamara, please? Tell her I don't want to hear anything more about Jacoby Myers. There was nothing special about him from the get go. Yeah, he he's he owned up to it and everything. I I, I take my hat off to him and everything, but. That was so dumb. Oh yeah, my god! Just, and you, you go back twenty yards, and then you're gonna throw the ball. <laughs> well, I think he got caught <laughs> up in it. You know, like if you're gonna like, like Ramondre started it. Like yeah. so, like he probably well, looks I mean, up yeah, to Ramondre. I mean, he well, started it. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like well, he gave me the ball. I got to give uh, it to somebody else. Yeah, you know, right. yeah. But when I'm for Fred, yeah. Ramondre runs. He's running in the right direction. He throws it back. You know, even though he starts the jump thing. Oh well, yeah. Like, and then Jacoby runs back. I know. Back I know. It was it was a like, complete brain I'm fart. You're like Jacoby, what? you supposed to be playing for a con- no. You trying to get a contract? Damn, I don't sign you looking like that. Right. <laughs> There's a terrible you, play you by did. both of them. Yeah. yeah. Equally. Yeah. Jesus. Um. So my my question is this, and I, I'm gonna leave, take it off the air. I'm gonna leave it at this. I just need an answer from each and one of you. Do you want change? If you want change, and y'all already know, y'all say Bill ain't going to change, and it's not. So what do you want to do? You want to move on or not? No, I want so change, I but I want Bill to make the change. Yeah. I need more information. Yeah. Like you don't I, want Bill to leave? Yeah, I mean, in a perfect world, I just want him to put an offensive coordinator in. I don't want any more change than that. I just need an offensive coordinator. But I need you to know more. I need to roster. know how much he wants no, to no. do that. Uh, because I don't want him doing it if he doesn't want to do it, just to yeah. go along to get along. Yeah, roster I don't changes want are separate. I definitely, right. We definitely need uh, okay. infusion of talent. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right, gentlemen. Take care. All right. Thanks, thanks William. William. Uh, let's go to Jeff in Texas. 
What's up, Jeff? Hi, guys. Hey. I just got a couple things here. Um, and you were just uh, talking about a minute ago. Um, like craft. I mean, here's the thing. Um, I mean, you think craft sees all the, you know, some of the local media, national media, what, you know, what everybody's saying. I mean, he's got to be, you know, he's just got to be unbelievably upset about. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. This is, he's a right. fan. You're and starting to see fan. a lot of national guys sort of posing the idea of trading Belichick, for example, Mike Florio. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah, you know yeah. do, you, do you let it known that he's available? You know, and a lot of people are sort of putting pieces together and starting to wonder, is this like the first part of the plan, like, to start the divorce? Yeah, I... Bill Kraft famously said, I'm not going to trade Tom Brady. You know, that's I'm not going to do that. I'm going to let him, you know, uh, control his own fate. I I think he believes the same thing with Belichick. He would not do that. And Belichick, he'd be like, okay, you're trading me to uh, Carolina? Yeah, I'm not going. I'm quitting. I'm retiring. No, 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 no. That, that's not how a trade of a right. coach works. Yeah, that's what I was about to ask. You don't how put does a coach co- trade work. <laughs> the trade of a coach is the coach has interest in coaching somebody else, and you have interest in allowing that to happen. So, okay, so like he you're wants not gonna to like go? you're not gonna banish oh. him to the like the worst team in the league. <laughs> that showed you, Bill. All right, okay. Well, if if that's well, no, but that's like I don't like Sean. I mean, but, uh, but John Gruden he, wanted to coach Tampa Bay, but where's he gonna want to go? Where does he want to go? You know, other than the Giants, and they've got a good coach now. You know, I, I I don't have the answer to the question, but like it's not like we're going to trade Richard Seymour to the Raiders because we think that's the worst place that he could right. go. And like that's not him. how it oh, works. Surprise! No. You, know, you have to trade it obviously to a team that needs a coach. You know, yeah, but that could be anybody. But, well, but Fred, it could be. Uh, I don't think there's going to be that many openings, but like, I don't know, Jets. Yeah, Fred. Hmm. Fred, you you were just saying a minute ago. You know, he, he wouldn't want to be forced by Kraft, but I, I think like Kraft can't just go sit down with Belichick and have Belichick say, oh, you, I'm going to do what's best for the team, don't worry. It, you know, maybe not. There's got to be, I mean, Kraft has got to maybe, he's got to really put his foot down, but not maybe, you know, take control, but I mean, he it can't be what how it's been the last few years. It's got to right. be Kraft has really got to have some input to, to get some big changes. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if I'm Robert Kraft, I want to know, Bill, what are you going to do? What's your plan? What's your plan? And I want to know if, right. what he wants to do, too. Like, if I'm Robert Kraft, I can sit here and I can say, like, don't you think we need to do something about this offensive coordinator? Well, I mean, if you really think – like, I don't yeah. want him. Yeah. I don't want him coaching yep. under those circumstances. Yep. I want somebody else. Yeah. I think right. everybody's on the same page. If he disagrees, <laughs> if he disagrees, yeah, I don't want him yeah, going along right. to get along. I right. like to your point, Fred. I want him to say, "I tried something; it didn't work. Right? I need to do something. We're going to move on." And then I'd say, "Yeah, by all means, I think he's better than the alternative." I just, yeah, I just don't think it's hey, like guys, a, a, a non non starter. Like I think there's there's some people that think like it's ridiculous to even talk like that SPFW that we're getting that that is like. You know, re- it killing us for even thinking about it. Like, they've been an average team since Tom left. Right? Yep. So at some point you have to think, well, can I be an average team without Bill Belichick? Right. That's the thing. Do I have to pay somebody whatever they're paying Bill to be 500 team? And what is he doing to make me as good as, I? you know, like, 
If I don't have him, does that mean I'm going to be four and thirteen? Right. I I don't think that's the case. Well, I think that's the indictment now that people are coming to is that it's a poorly coached yeah, team. I still think Bill is as smart, if not smarter, than any coach out there. And at, you know, like you make mistakes. This was a colossal one, you know, yeah. and so you move on. I just think like you know, people are in the past. There's been controversial decisions made over the last twenty years that. You know, you never could quite pin down the reasoning of, well, why? You know, I'm thinking of, like, a lot of random ones. I mean, you know, letting Chandler Jones go, Wes Welker, just guys that maybe generally guys that have left. I'm sure, you know, there are other examples I'm not thinking of. But, you know, those ones were like, okay, well, we're, you know, we were in the AFC Championship last year. We're probably going to be in the AFC Championship. Okay, you know, you've got kind of the benefit of the doubt. And now you get to this point where it's like, look, it wasn't like – you know, a player left and there was some drop-off at the position, there was a complete overhaul of a, of, a, of a side of the ball that you oversaw that by all statistics, anybody who watches football says that it was a failure. And I think people just want him to be able to admit that, and I think that would go a long way. Going back to the earlier point, though, I just wonder if people are going to get that satisfaction if they come out of it. And, you know, to Paul's point, that we don't really know if his hand was forced. If well, we yeah, we hired Bill O'Brien. Well, was that what you wanted? Did you want to run it back? I don't. I just think everybody and in, in going back to the mailbag, everybody's losing their mind, thinking that Bill's just going to be like, "I'm doing what I always do. I'm making the decision. We're going to keep the same thing. This is what I do, and just shut up and sit back and and you know wait for it to work." But I don't think people trust it. Well, really, I'd rather have case, you just say thank you and be <laughs> on with it. If that's the case, okay, and Robert Kraft allows that to happen, and they start out 0-5, or then you could see a mid-season firing. I mean, that's another question, Fred, is like, do you, know, do you think that, that they give themselves an out? I mean, it's, it's a really hard position that Robert Kraft is in right now with a, you know, an all-time Absolutely. coach and right. how Absolutely. to manage this in a right. way that— It's tough because you know, Bill like, Bill's done so much yeah. for this team. You know, like, do you I, want to be the guy who oversaw the departures of both Brady and Belichick? Like, no, that's that's a that's a really hard right. spot. Right. I think I think for the organization, it would, and I don't know how this ever really ends up happening, but just a you know a nice depart. Like, how do how does he's on board with the departure and how it's all going to work, and everybody has some good feelings, and the fans are you know not saying things like oh you know Bill hated Kraft, you know starting up with all the drama of like could it just be peaceful and amicable, and everybody says oh that was a nice ending. I to think Bill that's Belichick. why a lot you know, of people, like, but I think. I think that's why a lot of people talk about this trade possibility. I think that's why Mike Florio raised that. I think he was the first national guy to Thanks, sort of pose that. And yeah. I'm not telling you I want to. I want him out. I want. But that's not what. That's not what we're talking about in this show. Like to that emailer on, on Ask PFW that thinks that we're killing Bill Belt. We're not. We're just wondering. The only problem. What is the future? The near future going going to look like, and how yeah. might it be different? But your you know your leverage is down though. If like you're out there saying, okay, we're willing to like when yeah. Bill when Bill came here from the Jets, the Jets didn't want to let him go. You know they wanted to keep him, and Tagliabue had to come in and mediate the whole thing. And he said, okay, you know this is what you you know Robert, this is what you have to give the Jets if you want him. And the Jets had to agree to that. But like the Jets didn't want to. You know, get rid of him. Yeah, right. This is why I'm saying you're not trading Bill to who you want him to go to. Bill is deciding he wants to go, right. and you're letting him. Yeah, that's like so. It ends up being the same. I just but see- I, I I mean I also think I, I know you're gonna push back on this. I don't think you're getting nearly what you think you're getting for a 71 year old. That's what I mean. That was- you have you know like the other team, whoever it is. You know, knows you want to get rid of him. Well, I don't care if he, that they don't think you want to get rid of him. You're not getting what you think you're getting for a 71-year-old coach. Yeah. 
Well, and I mean, he certainly has the the name brand, but I mean, how do you not look at what the Patriots have done post Brady and say, oh, he's going to go in and get us a new quarterback and it's going to work here when it didn't work in a place where he has everything like, already in position? Like, that'd, be funny, that'd be funny if he, he goes to another team and goes, oh, and by the way, Matt Patricia is going to be our <laughs> offensive coordinator. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, that's, I mean, <laughs> jo- joking aside, though, I mean, but that's part of it too. Like when he goes, if yeah. he were to go somewhere, He's bringing a party with him, and things are going to change in that building for you know in a lot of different ways. Oh, so yeah. you've got to be prepared to sign up for that. Let's use let's let's say it's ten years ago, but we're going to use the current climate, and so the teams are structured the way they are, right? Carolina's got a job opening, um, so ten years ago, Carolina might have said, "Yeah, we'll give you two two first round picks, maybe a second. Today, it doesn't make any sense for either party. It doesn't make any sense for Bill to go to Carolina without without any structure at the age of 71 and say, I'm going to be around long enough to fix this. And yeah. it doesn't make any sense for Carolina to say, yeah. he's 71. By the time he's ready, we're ready to con- contend, yeah. he's got to be pretty much close right. to hanging up the whistle. Yeah. Where did Bill start his coaching career? Baltimore. The Colts. Yeah. Who's probably going to need a coach next yeah. year? <laughs> Bal- yeah, they, they, they won't probably. They yeah. have an opening. And who, you, who what about probably the- would do something crazy <laughs> as an owner? <laughs> You're right. Yeah, I think right. he's crazy. I just say, like, maybe you'll get a first-round pick. Maybe. I don't know. I think Ursay might give you a little bit more than that. I don't. I don't. And I know ah. Florio said if you could get a first-round pick, I, I, I think that's what you're looking at. I don't. But would Bill want to go to Indianapolis? No, I don't know yeah. where he would. I don't think go. he'd want to go. I, I like. I, I think that I think New York makes like if 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 the Jets were to say like you know we were he hates the Jets whatever we were you know and we have this you know we have a playoff caliber defense we have a lot of weapons on offense we just have to figure out the situation at quarterback but I mean it's already a team on the cusp of the playoffs they're probably not going to make it but they're on the cusp mm-hmm. right so they don't like Robert Sala there I wouldn't why did you watch the end of the game the other day Right, what did he do? Talk about a guy over his skis. Oh, really? my God. Timeout, timeout. 149 left in all three timeouts. They had to call timeout with two seconds left to kick a 58-yard field goal, and they still had another timeout that they never used. Huh. That's gross negligence, as my as I like to say. Gross. Coaching negligence. Okay. I don't know. I don't think he's going to start over, though. That just I don't like think he much. is either. I'm just throwing crap yeah. out there. Yeah. Like I don't think he's well, going to want to start over. But th- to me, the Jets aren't starting over. Yeah, well, I, there's a lot in play. Carolina would be starting over. Could we could we tack to the uh, your observation about yesterday about practice yesterday? Oh, you uh, I like that. You you well, something that struck me. And going a little bit more to the off air show there, uh, do sometimes <laughs> I say things off air that aren't necessarily. Well, I, I'll <laughs> say it. I mean, I just think no, it's I'll interesting. Say it. uh, yeah, yeah, I, I don't. I, I'm just kidding. It was something I thought of. Um, yeah. so do you remember a couple weeks ago after that Buffalo game, Freddie, uh, the Thursday night game that we lost here, um. Andrew Callahan of the Herald uh, was on one of the talk shows at night uh, at NBC Sports Boston. You know, the shows they used to have me on all the time. Um, And he said that he had heard from a lot of players that they were very disappointed to learn the day after the Buffalo game that they weren't practicing. Um, And they didn't think they practiced enough. Uh, They they got like that weekend off. He thought that the players were, you know, confused. They wanted, they expected to practice on the Friday or come in and whatever. 
And I kind of didn't think that much of that because they played on Thanksgiving, Thursday, the next Thursday. You know, it's kind of seems like common practice to get some time off after that Thursday game. You have, in this case, 11 days before your next game on the Monday night game. I didn't think that much of that. Were you a little surprised they didn't practice yesterday? Because I was. I was. Yeah. I mean, it should have been Wednesday. Yesterday was Wednesday in your parlance. Yeah. Yeah. Players were off. The players were off. I thought that was. I did too. I thought that was interesting. Yeah, it's usually three days of practice. Three days practice of practice, today, then tomorrow. a walkthrough. They have two days of practice and a walkthrough, according to the schedule. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was a little bit surprised because then you know it's a Saturday game, so you pick yeah. up a day. Yeah. You know, next week. Um. Yeah. You know. So like. Yeah. You're going to be tired, but you're going to pick up a day, and maybe you get you give them Sunday and Monday off, and Tuesday. You know, you could really give them three days off after this and then report back on Wednesday for the Sunday game. So, yeah, I was a little yeah. surprised. You so know? That was just something I thought of. You know, is it – does it have something to do with him? You know, it is – you know, he's like – it's not like out of school. To say, he's 70. I know. He once said that he didn't see himself doing that. Right. He feels differently about it now, obviously, yeah. which is he never said it. And I get that. Like, a lot of us have done that. You think things, you say things, and when you get older or wiser or whatever, you think differently. I'm not killing him for saying it, but the reason he probably said it is because he couldn't see himself being yeah. energized enough to do it, and I wonder if he's not. Just wondering again. Yeah. I, I, I mean, he seems in good shape and, you he know. He seems remarkably consistent yeah, to me. Yeah, I mean, I hope I'm in I, – I hope I look like – you know, believe it or not, I hope I look like him when I'm 70. Yeah. You know? Uh, you'll look better than that when you're 70. <laughs> but I, 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 when I watch him, I do think he's remarkably consistent. Like, I still see a lot of the same things, hear the same things, observe and practice the same stuff. Like, I, he looks – Yeah. He looks – very similar to me. Like, and that's the other, that's the thing. Like you say, oh, you know, another team wouldn't give you what you think they're going to give you. I think he looks in, you know. It's, it has nothing to do with the con- – I don't know why you're fixating on the condition. He is – Mike said it. I mean mentally and when physically. When Brady left, it has not been the same. No, it hasn't. So that's why okay. you're not going to get what you – plus, I just don't think there's a huge market for a 71-year-old coach, which he'll be next year. Yeah. Like I mean, why are you, why you going to give up – Huge assets for your future for a guy who's not going to be there for your future. Yeah, it's 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 intriguing. It really is. It's it's going to be a fascinating uh, off season. Uh, Evan is back from practice, and when we come back from the break, uh, we're going to hear all about what he witnessed out on the practice field, and we'll get to that right after this. Verizon. The network America relies on, and the official 5G network of the New England Patriots. How did Verizon build the fastest 5G in the world? We started by building it right with 5G Ultra Wideband. Then we gave it massive capacity and near zero lag. And it's not just fast, it's 25 times faster than today's 4G networks. This is 5G built right from the network more people rely on, only on Verizon. 5G Ultra Wideband available only in parts of select cities. Global claim based on open signal independent analysis. 25 times analysis by Ookla's speed test intelligence data Q2 2020. In sports, if you think joy only happens after you win, think again. Look at the world's most successful athletes like Serena Williams, Brooks Kepka, and Alex Morgan. They don't spend all their days grinding away. They take time to enjoy themselves, like getting together with friends over a Michelob Ultra, because they know that happiness is the key to winning, and that joy is the whole game, not just the end game. Michelob Ultra. 
includes 95 calories, 2.6 grams of carbs. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. A.B. Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. There's no season better than football season. And there's no better place to get in on all of the action than with DraftKings, the official daily fantasy sports partner of the New England Patriots. To add to the thrill, DraftKings has millions of dollars in prizes up for grabs every week. So head to the app now and check it out. If you haven't tried it yet, fantasy football is easy to play. Just pick nine players, stay under the salary cap, and pile up points for yards, touchdowns, receptions, and so much more. There's no better way to put your football knowledge to the test than to compete for a shot at $1 million in total prizes. Download the DraftKings app now and use promo code PATS to get a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes every week. That's promo code PATS to get a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes every week, only at DraftKings. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Want to get into the game? Get coached up at Dean College. Equipped with exclusive academic partnerships featuring the Patriots, Revolution, Providence Bruins, Summer Baseball, and more, our classrooms are set up for success by learning directly from the pros. Dean College has programs in communications, sports management, business, and marketing with unprecedented hands-on experiences. Our students take what they learn in the classroom and put it right to work in the marketplace. At Dean College, our students do don't just play games, we run them. Visit us at dean.edu. Patriot Place is the region's number one shopping, dining, and entertainment destination. Shop your favorites, including Vineyard Vines, Express, Olympia Sports, Petco, and more. Enjoy dining at one of our 19 restaurants, including Six String Grill and Stage, Scorpion Bar, and Bar Louie. And don't forget about the entertainment. Explore your inner artist at Muse Paint Bar, watch a movie at Showcase Cinema Deluxe, or grab a controller and start gaming at Helix Esports. For a complete directory listing, please visit patriot-place.com. When someone accidentally threw away the school play costumes... Oh, no! Replacements were shipped with FedEx, and with picture-proof of delivery, everyone could focus on the perfect opening night. FedEx, where now meets next. For residential delivery only. Some people are never content with simply being good. Not when they can be great. But it takes a big step to get there. In fact, it takes a leap of faith. A belief in what you're striving toward. And a willingness to make the commitment, day in and day out, to something bigger than yourself. Putnam is proud to partner with those who share their own commitment to performance excellence. This is Matt Light for Putnam Investments. A world of investing. Patriots fans, you'll want to check out the replay on this one. Pat the Patriot is stealing the show tonight with his Bank of America mobile banking app. That's right, folks. So here we see Pat cheering, and then whammo! Is that Bank of America life plan? Looks like he's saving up for some big future moves. Planning the next vacay, huh, big guy? And wait, now he's paying back his buddy for concessions using Zelle? No penalty there. Incredible. No way. As if that double move wasn't impressive enough, now he's beefing up his account defense with security meter? Holy cannoli, what a performance. Bank of America's digital tools are so impressive, Patriot fans just can't stop banking. Learn more at bankofamerica.com banking. You must be enrolled in online banking or download the latest version of the mobile banking app only available on select mobile devices. Message and data rates may apply. Terms and conditions apply. Member FDIC. Verizon, the network America relies on. 
and the official 5G network of the New England Patriots. How did Verizon build the fastest 5G in the world? We started by building it right with 5G Ultra Wideband. Then we gave it massive capacity and near zero lag. And it's not just fast, it's 25 times faster than today's 4G networks. This is 5G built right from the network more people rely on, only on Verizon. 5G Ultra Wideband available only in parts of select cities. Global claim based on open signal independent analysis. 25 times analysis by Ookla's speed test intelligence data Q2 2020. In sports, if you think joy only happens after you win, think again. Look at the world's most successful athletes like Serena Williams, Brooks Kepka, and Alex Morgan. They don't spend all their days grinding away. They take time to enjoy themselves, like getting together with friends over a Michelob Ultra, because they know that happiness is the key to winning and that joy is the whole game, not just the end game. Michelob Ultra, 95 calories, 2.6 grams of carbs. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. AB Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. There's no season better than football season. And there's no better place to get in on all of the action than with DraftKings, the official daily fantasy sports partner of the New England Patriots. To add to the thrill, DraftKings has millions of dollars in prizes up for grabs every week. So head to the app now and check it out. If you haven't tried it yet, fantasy football is easy to play. Just pick nine players, stay under the salary cap, and pile up points for yards, touchdowns, receptions, and so much more. There's no better way to put your football knowledge to the test than to compete for a shot at $1 million in total prizes. Download the DraftKings app now and use promo code PATS to get a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes every week. That's promo code PATS to get a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes every week, only at DraftKings. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Want to get into the game? Get coached up at Dean College. Equipped with exclusive academic partnerships featuring the Patriots, Revolution, Providence Bruins, Summer Baseball, and more, our classrooms are set up for success by learning directly from the pros. Dean College has programs in communications, sports management, business, and marketing with unprecedented hands-on experiences. Our students take what they learn in the classroom and put it right to work in the marketplace. At Dean College, our students don't just play games, we run them. Visit us at dean.edu. Patriot Place is the region's number one shopping, dining, and entertainment destination. Shop your favorites, including Vineyard Vines, Express, Olympia Sports, Petco, and more. Enjoy dining at one of our 19 restaurants, including Six String Grill and Stage, Scorpion Bar, and Bar Louie. And don't forget about the entertainment. Explore your inner artist at Muse Paint Bar, watch a movie at Showcase Cinema Deluxe, or grab a controller and start gaming at Helix Esports. For a complete directory listing, please visit patriot-place.com. When someone accidentally threw away the school play costumes, Oh no! Replacements were shipped with FedEx, and with picture proof of delivery, everyone could focus on the perfect opening night. FedEx, where now meets next. For residential delivery only. Some people are never content with simply being good. Not when they can be great. But it takes a big step to get there. In fact, it takes a leap of faith. A belief in what you're striving toward. And a willingness to make the commitment, day in and day out, to something bigger than yourself. Putnam is proud to partner with those who share their own commitment to performance excellence. This is Matt Light for Putnam Investments. A world of investing. Patriots fans, you'll want to check out the replay on this one. Pat the Patriot is stealing the show tonight. 
with his Bank of America mobile banking app. That's right, folks. So here we see Pat cheering, and then whammo! Is that Bank of America life plan? Looks like he's saving up for some big future moves. Planning the next vacay, huh, big guy? And wait, now he's paying back his buddy for concessions using Zelle? No penalty there. Incredible. No way. As if that double move wasn't impressive enough, now he's beefing up his account defense with security meter? Holy cannoli, what a performance. Bank of America's digital tools are so impressive, Patriot fans just can't stop banking. Learn more at bankofamerica.com slash banking. You must be enrolled in online banking or download the latest version of the mobile banking app only available on select mobile devices. Message and data rates may apply. Terms and conditions apply. Member FDIC. And now, great moments in history. Oh, I, uh, guy. What's the matter? Guy, what's the matter, guy? Twice this week. I'm mad at my kid. I'm mad at myself. Kid. More than I'm mad at circumstances. No, what I usually do. Because I've learned over the years, 95, even though it's a short distance from 295 to 495, that little stretch there, it's usually where all the messes happen. So I've learned, get, get off at the Emerald Square exit at 295, which is Route 1, and just take Route 1 all the way up here. Uh, Never any problems, you didn't ever. Do it today. today I, I was like, oh, you know what, it's the middle, it's the late morning, it's it should be fine. To be what could happen? It's supposed to be one of the busiest traffic what times, happen? you know, in recent memory. So Eric said, so I normally said, there's traffic, well, but today I'm going to roll the dice. At, at rush hour, there's usually traffic. So I'm like, ah, oh, it's, it's, it's quarter of 11 in the morning. What could possibly go wrong? Well, some jackass drove into the uh, the median there. and The newest spreader jackknife on the Santa Ana? His his car is, like, stuck in trees in the it's median. It's a god-awful mess. And there's, like, Eesh. I'm stuck in traffic, and there are literally people, like, trying to get through on the breakdown lanes yeah. to try to get by That's and all of a sudden you're hearing all the sirens are coming there's cop after cop and then fire truck after fire truck rescue squad That's by the time we got up to the the accident there were a half dozen fire trucks blocking the passing lane because this guy literally there's like you know how some of the medians have like they dip down but there's like vegetation and trees and stuff this guy drove his car into the trees about five minutes later. And then earlier this week, we had that thing down in Route 1. Our webmaster got stuck in it, too. Uh, it was Monday or Tuesday. Cool story, Hansel. Yeah. Hey, well, hey. How are we going? Traffic on the threes? That's another great moment from Patriots Unfiltered. Great. Uh, we're back here on Patriots Unfiltered, and Evan is back from practice. Evan has returned from practice. All right. Was there a lot to see today, Evan? Well, first of all, I got to tell you my traffic story. Oh. Just kidding. Stop it. So out at Patriots practice today, and they did, in fact, practice today, as you all (laughs) snarkily asked me when I walked in. No Jalen Mills. He remains absent with that groin injury. And no Devontae Parker, who remains absent with that concussion. Now, Mills, I would mention... I believe suffered some sort of a setback because he was limited in practice on Wednesday and Thursday last week, then a DMP on Friday, then ruled out for the game. And uh, that's just the vibe I got was that he was tracking towards coming back. And then 
practice in in uh, Arizona and clearly hit some sort of a setback. So that's not great news for the Patriots. Well, is there any chance just because you didn't see him that he might end up being out there? There's a chance, uh, but on the estimated injury report yesterday, he would have been a DNP if they had had practiced on Tuesday. Okay. And then, and then today he's not out there, so okay. I don't know. We'll we'll wait and see. They always do some some things every once in a while with yep. with the injury report and practice and whatnot. But we'll see. I I will. Uh, I'm not trying to make this too big of a deal. But Jake Bailey being back, I actually think is a factor, uh, especially for a team that just needs every yard it can get on a football field right now kickoffs kickoffs have been a huge problem and every single time they've kicked off over the last uh, month that bailey has been out i'm holding my breath right oh god like this is good and they did give up one against minnesota uh, where he returned it for a touchdown and they end up losing that game by a touchdown and that's a huge play in the game so i think bailey being back his touchback rate is over 60%. The guys that they have now can't even reach the end zone, I think is a really a big thing. I, I do. And I also wonder how big of a thing it is for Nick Folk to have his holder back as well. Not that Folk's been terrible or anything, but that consistency too coming back as well, I, I think is a, a factor here too. Especially, like I said, for a team, every point, every hidden yard, all of that stuff matters right now for the Patriots. So there's no one that um, played last game that's out. Correct. That's yeah. the, that's some good yeah. news. No yeah. no new injuries. Right. Yeah. So Damon Harris was out there. Jack Jones was out there, and everybody else that participated in the game on Sunday. Those two obviously didn't, but everybody else was out there. Okay. All right. Um, outdoors, lower practice field. Lower. Yeah. Lower. Um, is is the mood different when they move to the lower field at all with the with the players? I like the lower field yeah. personally. The the players I think could care less. Yeah, but it's much easier to see at the lower field than it is at the training camp fields uh, when you're taking attendance and stuff like that. It's much easier to get a, a scope of the land yeah. on the lower fields because the players are literally right in front of you. Right. Um, I mean, I posted a picture on on Twitter where you can see the defensive linemen and linebackers are probably. 10 feet from me as they're stretching. So it's yeah. much easier. So the mood of the media would have been up. Yeah. I <laughs> yeah. like lower field. That's, that's my, don't let uh, Bill here. That's my preference. <laughs> Not for training camp though, because we have the Hill, oh. right? The, and the Hill is, is key because you get the higher vantage point right. where I have been at some practices for camp on the lower field and you can't see anything. It's like right. in Vegas, yeah. as Mike remembers It'll in Vegas. Yeah. Right. Oh my gosh, Vegas. That yeah. was brutal. Yeah. Couldn't see anything. Three fields. All you got was the one in front of the other two. Uh, Pads today? I I believe so, yes. Yeah, pads. They've been doing uppers and then, like, knee braces on the lowers, and so I think that that's their version, the NFL's version, I would say, of padded practices in week 16. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right, anything else that you want to uh, let us know? No, I (laughs) – we, I did speak to Bill, or not personally, but we did hear yeah, from Bill. You'll never it's, make it at ESPN. That's yeah, not we, how we, you're supposed we, to say We bugged that. out. We, started, we went to Bill live, and he was going over the Cincinnati scouting. Yeah. So we, we bugged out anything um, after the first 10 minutes. Yeah, I, I, I think that what was interesting is, and I, I brought this up yesterday, and I'm going to keep bringing it up because it's, it's bugging me. I'm not going to lie, is that every single time now anybody has a real question, 
not just oh bill what do you think of dj reader or oh bill you know what what's your opinion on you know franco harris's passing r.i.p by the way but i'm just saying you know yeah. a- anything that's are you though because you don't like the steelers so i don't know <laughs> that's a, a different day not on the day the guy <laughs> Continuing died with right? your off air on air <laughs> stuff you you so anytime anybody asked him any sort of real question it's it's the same thing right it's the classic bill deflection or you know non-answer or whatever and it's like I'm not asking him to to change his stripes, right? Like, I know it's Bill Belichick. We know we're not going to get much out of him. But when you come off a loss like that and you come on and your season is going down the tubes like it is, like, I just wish that there was a little bit more accountability. That's all. So did guys eventually ask about last game today? Some people asked, you know, Mike Reese asked, what's the – what's the vibe like of the players and how are you guys kind of as a team overcoming what happened at the end of last game and and trying to put that behind you and he just said basically we're on to Cincinnati again well that's what my question would have been is there any analogy to be drawn from like how you guys felt after that 14 loss in Kansas City and how you moved on to this week you know I think it's more akin to the Miami Miracle, probably, just because of the way that the game ended. Yeah. yeah. But I think his his point was just that we're we're not even th- we're turning the page. We're not even thinking about that. But it's human nature to think about it. Like we're all still thinking about it. Like I'm sure all, everybody in that locker room is still thinking about it in in some respect. Like it's that's just well, human Deuce, nature. Why don't you no. tell Evan about our revelation? Yeah. Well, Fred. Oh. Yeah. It's the back to Cin- oh, we're on to Cincinnati hoodie that Bill was wearing at the press Interesting. conference today. So I mean, he's clearly some, some he's parallels. pulling out all the stops. You said a team that needs everything they can get. He's he's dipping into the hoodie database to get not really, Evan, but you're a good teammate. That was <laughs> that was well done, right? There. <laughs> I, I I like it. So here, like the whole like the devastation of the loss thing, like. If they were – let's say that the same thing happened to them, but, you know, it dropped them from you – know, it dropped them to 11-3. and three. Like, it's not even a factor. It's a factor because of the desperation yeah. that it – Right. Well, the opportunity that in. was there in front of them. You know, yeah. it puts them now in a situation where they basically, not theoretically, but basically have to win all three games and all three games that they're going to be underdogs in, most likely, and – on top of that, the bizarre nature of the loss. Yeah, like it's right. it's not just the bizarre nature but, but, of the but, loss; it's the situation. But, but Paul, in that scenario, eleven and three, they would have been playing well. They would have been winning games. It would have won some of those games, right? That, you know, in this season though, it's it's different because right. They so just if they play like they put, did Sunday yeah. on Saturday, I'm not going to say it's because of the de- devastating loss. I'm going to say. That's the way they played Sunday. Yeah. It's the way they played the previous Monday. It yeah. was the way they played the previous Thursday. We've kind of got a pattern going here but offensively. However, if they pull out a win, you will say, okay, they rallied. They rallied after that. Devast- I'm sure you will. Well, what what else can you say? <laughs> well, I want to watch the game, and then I'll tell you what I say. Oh, okay, like, I, I know what you're Like thinking. against Minnesota, Cincinnati I would com- say. Yeah. There you're, was offense today. Thinking, I saw offense. You're thinking Cincinnati completely gave you the game. No, no, no. I, I'm not going to say that either. I didn't see it. But I, I, I think no, but let's just say that but like they if, just play well and they win and they beat Cincinnati. Then that'd then, be good. Then you know, coming off that loss, you say, okay, they're still listening to their coach. They rally. Right, but would, would you say that if it was like what the Raiders did on Sunday? No. If, if Cincinnati plays like the Raiders did on Sunday and the Patriots find a way to win the game, right? Yeah, it's great that they're alive. Like, I, I know that, that's the bottom but line. The like, I don't care about style but, points. But, but 
but the Raiders have been doing that all season. Like Evan and I, exactly, Evan and I talked about Minnesota. Yeah, we we saw something different that day. Unfortunately, yeah. we haven't seen it since. But like that was a bad pass defense that they made look like a bad pass defense. Right. I, I think the difference is between letting go of the rope and like that. That is it to me, right? It's like how what's their compete level? On Saturday, if they look like the same team that they've looked like all year and lose to the Bengals because of all the reasons that they've lost all these right. games this year, then I'm going to say, well, it's just, it's a, but that is the, pe- the people on level. my shows, as Fred likes to say, yeah. will say that. Well, they just quit. They gave up. And I'll say, no, no. This is That's just who they the are. Way they've played all year. If they get blown out by the Bengals, That's then they different. gave up. Yeah, right. That's and, why I like to say I like to see the game before I tell you what it means after yeah. the game. Yeah, that's why I just think there's something new too in like modern social media that this has permeated every bit of culture and news right now, and it's embarrassing. And I just I wonder what twenty something athletes like these guys who are very image conscious, what effect that has had on some of these guys. As you know, not just it's one thing when the Patriots lose, and oh my gosh, the Patriots aren't the same, but. This is something different where it just feels like an embarrassing loss. And that's why I just I wonder if this is a little bit different this time in terms of what impact it could possibly have, if that makes sense with right. just the way things are. Are, are they now. gonna tuck tail or are they gonna I mean in know. the past if this happened in the nineties, there'd be some newspaper articles about how the game ended. You'd have an NFL films footage that you would eventually get unearthed, but you know, now it's like Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, everything is about how ridiculous the Patriots looked and how what a bad play that was. Yeah, for and me, it's all thinking. about Matt Patricia. That's all I see on every like on my shows again. Like it's that whole drama, like that soap opera of will Bill be forced or will will uh, will Bill want to make a change? You know, yeah, and then right. what we talked about before you got here of um, some of the national stuff with like Florio sort yeah. of suggesting right. that because you know maybe it, this is like kind of the groundwork for moving on and do they you know maybe try to get trade them yeah because to be fair like let's just say that that to me is what i'm hearing let's just say that crazy play at the end didn't happen and the patriots won the game in overtime let's just say that you'd still be saying this offense doesn't look right you'd have to right oh yeah oh yeah yeah. i mean you probably be talking more about it because you're not it wasn't overshadowed by that last play and i net like i say i never like eliminate i've seen too many things with belichick teams for 20 i I try really hard to say there is a zero percent chance of x happening I do not expect them to tuck tail. I expect what Evan kind of described, kind of a continuation of the listless football that they've played for 14 weeks. Yeah. That, to me, will not necessarily be an in, like an indication that they've quit. I think that's what they are. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, and, I, and I do, and I know it. Like, I, it, it won't be Felger and Mads because they're not in. But I know that will be the storyline on talk radio. Is that, Adam Jones well, guy. you know, they they lost the game, and clearly they just decided to pack it in. And like, you know, and maybe that will be true. I will not necessarily take it that way, and I don't expect them to. I expect the effort to be the same as it's been every other week. All right, uh, let's get back to the phones. They're stacked up here. Uh, we'll go to Morgan in Vermont. What's up, Morgan? Morgan, 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 Morgan. Chuck, I had a double. Good burger. sci-fi movie, by the way, if oh. you're into sci well, Morgan. It's oh. called Morgan. Oh. Yeah. No, it's better what Mike did. Though. <laughs> uh, Ed- Eduardo's in California. What's up, Eduardo? Eduardo. Oh, oh no. Hardy. I'm Hardy. not blaming it on Hardy anymore. This is a Fred issue. <laughs> I mean, uh, Todd's in Canada. What's up, Todd? Oh, I'm here. There he is. Yeah. Are you back? Are you back in the homeland? 
I'm back in the homeland. Wow. I was going to say, isn't this Todd Permanently? Yes, but he's originally from Canada. Per- he's been with us I, for a I long time. Are you, are you there permanently the or are you visiting? Just visiting. Okay. So I, I'm pretty impressed by the price of everything here. Even though it's in Canadian dollars, it's pretty darn cheap. So. Oh, okay. Let's move to Canada. It's nice to see it. Now, my big thing you here is this, this season started out going St. sideways when we saw that the offense, which we thought going into even the preseason was going to be something that was countable, and the defense was kind of supposed to be in progress, and it seems to have progressed. But it, just, it seems like this something is just wrong. Like if, if the coaches actually called that play for the last play, they did not. why they didn't, was Mack even in there? They should have no. been doing the wildcat or something. Yeah. Like Why have him on the field? He's no. a liability. And it, yeah, sure enough, it turned out... I, it just something feels wrong with this whole year. The way that they've developed the team, the way they set stuff up, the coaching. I, I don't know. I can't put my finger exactly what I feel about it. It's just something's off. Oh, yeah. And do you guys get that same feeling? Like they just, they, yeah. They're not there. The compete's not there. The, the coordination. It's almost like they I have disagree defensive with that. coaches. I, I disagree with the, the compete's not there. But I do agree that something's off. You're not what, well, I again. I compete's not there anymore, especially with Mac. I think Mac's broken. Well, well, I think he's trying to compete. I mean, I think Mac broke the coach. Yeah, uh, I, yeah, but but something is definitely off. Again, I say it. We're not watching a typical NFL offense. No, like they just can't do no. the things that a normal offense can do. Uh, you know, at any level, throw the ball. You know, they can run the ball pretty well, but they <laughs> their passing offense is not an NFL passing offense. No, it's not on film even resembling an NFL. I mean, you have. I, sometimes I watch this offense on tape and I'm like, what is the route combination? Like, because there's guys on top of each other and then there's, you know, guys that are, some guys are running like a quick game concept and other guys are running verticals. And I'm like, what either, is this the design of the play or are the players just not running the design properly or what's going and, on? And, but this doesn't even look like and, an NFL and, you, and you're wondering why, you know, and I, like I go back to when Parcells was here and you know, back then, like, I'd get information after the fact. And so many times, like, you'd think you knew what was a reason why. And then you'd find out what actually – and you'd be like, oh, I never thought of that. You know, f- so this season, it's the same thing. But the only problem is we're probably never going to find out, you know. But it could be anything. It could be like Mac is, like, calling things out at the line wrong and confusing the – it could be things Ooh. like that happening. Wow. You so, know? I, well, but if Mac is doing that, why don't we go back to Zappy? It makes no sense to keep him in there. If he's so broken that he's not even reading the field and being able to do an analysis of the defense and call the right audibles, then why is he there? Like, it, it's, he, he needs to be fixed, and he might not be – putting him on the field might not be fixing him. It might be making it worse. Yeah, I, I don't actually think that that's what it is. And I know I, I come off as a Mac – defender a lot but i think the oh, main no, you're good evan i think the main thing that i see with max frustrations it's like let's go to the red zone sequence right it's third down and there's some sort of confusion on the sideline about the play or somebody's not lined up properly and they call timeout and it wipes out a touchdown and my read of max reaction was like now what like now what's the problem now like we we ran a play yeah. It worked. I threw a touchdown to Jacoby, and I have to turn over and go back to the sideline to you guys because somebody was off on their alignment by one yard. Like what? And look, I think from a big picture standpoint, these things should not be happening in Week 15. That's totally fair, and and these are things that should be ironed out in training camp, let alone in Week 15 of the season. But sometimes you just have to let the players play. 
Like sometimes you need to well, back off and just let the players play. And I think where Matt gets frustrated in, in Arizona when he was waving off because the, they're in the two-minute drill and Patricia's trying to call plays into his ear and he's like, we have this scripted already. Like this is like I know what we're supposed to be doing. Back well, off. i eat my humble pie because I called for a win here. And I, I really actually thought we were going to get it. Well, you almost got so it. I'll do yeah. that. All right. Great show, guys. Thanks, Thank Todd. You. Thanks, Todd. Yeah. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Back in Canada. I've uh, got a lot of emails at webradio at patriots.com. Do you have them ready to read? Because I have a quick question for Go you. Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, back to the practice report. Um, you know, So Harris is back out there. Yes. How did you think he looked? Like, did you? I mean, we I, just it, it, stretching. It, it, yeah, I mean, yeah, I know you won't. You, there's 65 players out there. Yeah. Maybe you didn't, you know, you 37 check. Like, yeah. So you didn't really notice? No, not much. Yeah. I just, I'm kind of curious because, like, we talked about the whole letting go of the rope thing. And I think Evans, Jalen Mills thing is right on. I think that your hypothetical makes perfect sense to me. Like, it was limited, limited, then all of a sudden. Out. Back to DNP and, and listed as out on Friday. Um, so my guess is he did get a setback. I am, you know, he got a thigh injury, and this is did he miss three now? Damon Harris, three injury, three, three games, or, yeah. is, or would this be the third? I think this would be he the got, fourth. He, okay, so pending free agent, <laughs> don't want to play mm-hmm. at less than a hundred percent. Yeah, it's like, Isaiah win. Same thing. Yeah, I mean Isaiah Wynn, I think, has left the reservation. Yeah. But that that's the kinds of guy you know, Fred, yeah, these are the guys that I talk escape. about with you all the time. Yeah. Now, in fairness, we usually have a chuckle about it because we're talking about like the Colts or somebody else who's right. you know, out of playoff contention and watch them scurry to the, the life rafts and you know, they're on IR, they're banged up because they don't want to go into the offseason banged up worse needing surgery or whatever i don't know what damian harris's situation is but i do know he's a pending free agent and it makes me wonder yeah, yeah. and it makes said me wonder f- it was four games now so now yeah. so now it's like an ir issue of why didn't we just shut him down but i mean I only my Which only counter the same thing to that I said about win like yeah. win missed three games then they put him on ir so i from what i understand about Dave, damian harris is injured during the minnesota game on thanksgiving and it's a contusion right it's a thigh bruise essentially so that's a totally I could see how that could be a week-to-week injury and just how does it respond. And when he gets out there and he practices, how does it respond to practice and things like that. I I can see why – I think a lot of people always jump to, oh, well, why didn't we just put him on IR right away? And it's because – Sometimes it's not like it's a broken bone or a torn ACL where it's like he's done, right? Oh yeah, yeah I'm not yeah. blaming the team. No, and I, and I would. I'm not blaming the team at I, all. I think the team probably expected him to be back. I I, I mean, I would just say to a guy who's going to be a free agent but has had injury issues throughout, and there's part of me that says he's somebody that just needs to get back out there and prove that he has some degree of resilience. Because if you're going to sign this guy in the off season, you certainly can't plan on bringing him in, and you know yeah. we're going to lean heavily on Damian Harris. He's going to have to have a prove it year probably. Uh, Jack in Inaba writes in, although I'm very disappointed with the performance of the Patriots this season, and I hold Belichick accountable for fixing the problems with this team, I have not for one instant wanted Belichick gone. It's ridiculous. That's what I agree with everything about that email except for the last two words. Ridiculous? It's ridiculous. Yeah. It's not ridiculous. If you think about it, it's not ridiculous. I the rest of the email, I'm 100% on board with. Well, I, just, I, I think that he's responsible for what's going on on offense, and I don't want to make a change. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. 
But I also don't think if Evan, you think differently, and they think, and you think Sean Payton would be better, and you think you want to go in that direction, I don't think that's yeah. ridiculous. If you I don't, don't, I mean, at what point would you think it isn't ridiculous? Like, what more? What I, more do you need to see? I really think there is, and I'm not picking on this particular emailer or the SPFW guy that you and I keep referencing mm-hmm. that finger wagged us. Um, I don't think there's anything that could happen because he won six titles. Yeah, so and, I'm, and that's I'm happy great. to watch you know, two like win seasons Don Shula, you know, won perpetuity. a million games and won Super Bowls and then didn't win anything with Dan Marino. And how many years did they they go on with that? And I'm not telling you Don right. Shula stinks. Right. Don Shula's obviously one of the greatest coaches of all time. Right. I, oh, I would oh, concur with oh. your overrated <laughs> nature. I liked the snark. He's coming around, Mike. <laughs> Evan is coming around. Well, they, they thought he was. They he went thought to, he was. He went to the Super Bowl one time with Dan Marino? I thought he correct? was overrated, I, I, period. Yeah. Like his whole career. One time? I, the I, entirety of his career, I thought he was I overrated. I agree. He lost yeah. the – I mean, yeah. never mind. Maybe that's something about the greatest coaches of all time. They lose in a situation where no one thought possible they could lose. His wins are a lifetime achievement award. <laughs> that's what happens when you coach for 30 years. Uh, Andrew's in L.A. After hearing Bill's interview post-game, I recall what Bill said before the season. I think it went something like, if it goes wrong, yeah. you can blame it on me yep. Yep. or something to that effect. Got to be honest, that post-game interview sounded a whole lot like the only thing wrong was the players making mistakes and not executing. Sorry, Bill. I'm here to demand you take ownership of the Foxborough High School football team you coached and put together. P.S. I feel terrible for Jacoby. Hopefully he shakes it off and has a great career after that one hiccup. I agree. with. I mean, I've been saying this for two days now. I wholeheartedly agree with the first part of that email that yeah. mistakes were made on the play is putting it all on the players. <laughs> Matt can't reach the end zone. Right, you talked him. about it yesterday, Fred. Yeah. After you left, Evan was was killing. But no, too, he wasn't. He was too far. Saying that like there was hey, very little accountability. Hail Mary is too far from fifty-five yards. Give me a break. Yesterday, did we talk to the defensive play caller for the final drive of the game that the Raiders went march right down the field and you called vanilla huh. defense for <laughs> the entire drive? Nope. Did we call the uh, talk to the offensive play caller? Nope. Yep. An angry journalist here. <laughs> Um, it's just that people want us to hold these guys accountable, right? Like they, I get it all the time on Twitter. Why aren't you asking aren't the you tough ask questions? How many times you get you that? Can't even talk to him because I, I can't. I, because I, I, can't. I work here. Mm-hmm. If I could ask Steve Belichick, why, you know, why did you call standard four-man rush cover two three times in a row on the final drive against the Raiders and watch them march down the field? I would ask, but he's not available, so I can't ask him. Uh, somebody writing yeah. in. Um, <laughs> Thanks, Paul. <laughs> Zach. Uh, we didn't really mention this, and I don't know if it, it's a big deal, but he said following the loss, Trent Brown liked an image on Instagram that was in regards to the Patriots needing a, to call Tom Brady or Jimmy G. Correct. Uh, do you think this is indicative of how the locker room feels about Max' performance or rather a one-off situation? Like, I don't e- like, I don't know. I, don't I think know. Trent Brown has big fingers. <laughs> yeah. Like it. Like it. Oh, like no. It. He like, I mean, <laughs> that's not an accident. I don't know. But I, I don't I know if that's indicative of of a problem that. in the lot. Yeah, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> but do you I don't so- do the social media. I hate you the social media. Do you sometimes uh-huh. like something on social to keep it as a placeholder so that like you can come back to it or get things I've like that, that or, on your feet? All I know is you that crazy, I... You crazy kids, do you do that? I <laughs> no, don't know. all I know I, is, I know is like yesterday I, I I happened to like look at the people I was following briefly and I was like, when did I follow this? <laughs> you know, like this stuff yeah. happens. Like if yeah. you're just scrolling through and your finger hits it and he's got gigantic hands and fingers. So like, <laughs> I'm not telling you I've knows. never liked something by accident. 
because I have. Sometimes I you have. just like you scroll. unlike it then? You quick, scroll quick unlike? Yeah, then you can unlike quick it. Unlike. No, I, I, yeah, I don't. But then they saw you liked it. But sometimes you're like scrolling through your feed on your phone and, yeah. you know, your, your thumb hits the like button by accident. I didn't like that. I don't think that's an accident. I'm no. sorry. I don't think that's an accident. That's like when I'm mad at Paul. I mean, was it an accident yeah. when he said, I want to go home? Was it an accident? You know, like, how many accidents yeah. can happen? No, on that one was side? not an accident because that was a long week, oh, man. But that, I, I'm not saying it was necessarily an accident. You felt that You felt that I'm just not going to. so accurate. <laughs> yeah, I'm just not going to take. Yeah. The fact that he did that as being yeah. a huge symptom of a problem in the right, locker room. Right, right, right. Like, I don't know that that's the that's, case. That's my point. I'm just point imagining, like, I'm mad at Paul, so I go to social media and find someone, like, saying bad stuff about Paul and just liking everything. Deuce liked it. <laughs> Deuce liked it. But, like, am I, what, am I supposed to say, oh, no, no, he, he probably did that by accident. No. no. What? No, I don't know, Paul. What? I don't know. I just just a tweet I saw. Uh, Pat Nagawam, one common denominator with this team going back from 2019 till now is they've played like absolute crap down the stretch, especially against good opponents, uh, the 2020 season finale against the Jets notwithstanding. What can we chalk it up to? Is it conditioning, talent, coaching, scheme, apathy, or a little bit of all of the above? What? I don't know. I mean, I think it's one of the great questions because I think that's one of the that uh, the tenets of Patriot fans that, that you came to believe over the dynasty of that they're going to play their best football at the end, that all the work that they put in, it's all going to come together, and after Thanksgiving, this is going to be the team. And they haven't been that. Yeah. You know, for I, – I mean – they haven't played their best ball. After. I mean, I know, and I mean, Paul has a good point that you know they start to play good teams the last couple of years down the stretch. Yeah, all the, the schedule you're has been a big part guys, of the problem. You know, and the division's gotten a lot better. So, who you're usually playing at the end of the season? Correct. The division you haven't been able to beat like Miami instead of Buffalo. the cupcakes to end the, the 2018 season, which was, I believe, Buffalo and the Jets. Yes. Right. Correct. Buffalo ain't a cupcake the mm-hmm. last two years when you're playing. You're the, the Jets stretch. anymore. And now this this particular year, the Jets aren't a cupcake. The Jets are probably your two best wins. Yeah. Uh, Tyler and Natick, now living in Providence, has a game. Uh, I'll provide a specific stat category and two players, and you guess who has the higher or lower stat for 2022. All stats provided by NFL.com. Ready? Thank you for sourcing. More passing <laughs> touchdowns, Mac Jones or Brock Purdy? Brock Purdy. Purdy. No, no Mac, Mac Jones. Mac has seven, Brock has seven. I, just figured, I figured if you were asking, <laughs> know, it was going to be Purdy. <laughs> higher completion percentage. Bailey Zappi or Geno Smith? I hate completion percentage. Ooh. Horrible stat. Geno Smith. Geno has 71.4. Yeah. Zappi has 70.6. I think he's leading the league, right? Geno Smith? Yeah. Fun fact, these quarterbacks have the two highest completion percentages in 2022 of any player with more than 10 attempts. Irrelevant stat. Uh, more rushes of 20-plus <laughs> yards. Ramondre Stevenson or Dalvin Cook? Of 20-plus? Yep. Oh. Uh, I uh. bet you that's pretty close, but I'll go Stevenson. Yeah. I'll, Anyone I'll else? Cook. I don't know. Uh, He's got a couple. R- Ramondre has seven. Dalvin Cook has five. Yeah, I figured that'd be close. That's right. More Ramondre. sacks. Josh Uche or Chris Jones? Josh Uche. Uh, it should be Uche. Uche. Yeah. One's a pass rushing end. Yeah. Jones yeah. has 11. Oh. Uche oh. has 10 and a half. Uh. Get there. So he only got credited for a half on Sunday? I thought he had a sack. Half sack's also dumb. <laughs> well, why? This why? Is, this is awesome. <laughs> you either sacked him or you didn't. Well, what if you both there if at the same time? Together. No, you're not both there at the same time. <laughs> All right. And I would also say that both of them should just get a sack. <laughs> but, but, but then you have too many sacks. Uh, half sack stuff. You have too I, many sacks. Sh- like should there be a category for cause sacks? Well, hurry. I could tell you, like, the tackle totals is, you know, I, I used to always rant to you yeah. about tackling oh, machines. Yeah. Oh, I know. Yeah. That's usually a bad sign, right? London Fletcher. Yeah. Zach tackle Thomas. machine. 
right? Drug mail. No, I mean, there are guys that are <laughs> really good. Like, and I'm not saying they're not really good players. Like, you know, Zach Thomas, <laughs> you just threw out there. But, like, I don't care that a guy had 200 tackles because I know how they, they tabulate them. It's like, to what Aaron just said, like, a, a guy will execute his, his job. He'll get in the gap and the, cause the running back to be, he gets credit for a tackle. The guy who tackles him gets credit for a tackle. If he goes out of bounds, the guy who's closest to him gets credit. Like, tackles are handed out like candy. And I don't think you could do that with sacks because there's only so many times the quarterback actually goes down, so you can only get credit for one. Right. Otherwise, you know, teams would <laughs> end up with like 100 sacks at the end of the year. But makes sense. I, I just think they're these like little minute – Stat things like to Evans. That's point. why I like but yeah. completion percentage. Hate it. Hate that. Oh, hate it. <laughs> uh, like, hate I agree. It. Field goals made. Nick Folk or Justin Tucker? Folk. I, I would think Folk. Folk, because we can't score. Folk has thirty. Tucker has twenty-nine. Um, yeah, see, because the Ravens have had big-time yeah. red zone troubles, too, except that they get to the red zone. Uh, although my football experience only extends as far as playing left bench for my high school team, I, oh, feel, Evan, like this one's for you, then. I feel like the shockingly <laughs> low number of passing touchdowns by Mac this season is enough of a reason for Kraft to require that Bill makes a change this offseason, either at quarterback or OC. I cannot imagine a scenario with Mac and Matt both come back next season in these roles, and we witness a dra- drastic improvement on the field. <laughs> it's going to be one of those standoffs at this meeting. It's like, so, Bill, how do you, you think the season went? All right. All right. I think we're uh, coming along. So any, any, mo- any moves you're thinking about? Or, eh, no, nah, I don't know. Not really. I could just see him. <laughs> so, Bill, you know, what are you thinking? It's just like white noise. You know, shh. Help me, Mr. Kraft. <laughs> you're my only hope. What are you, what are you thinking? Okay, um, I have been asked earlier. <laughs> Help me, Mr. Kraft. <laughs> Joe in Warwick, New York. Um, I was pretty upset, of course, on Sunday, but the thing that made me most angry was that Matt Patricia didn't stand up, do the right thing, and take the blame for the play call in the last play. It wasn't, it wasn't a play yeah, call. It, they didn't call that. He put the players in a bad position. There was very little chance of this play being six. Yes. Yeah, so oh, okay. Uh, let maybe. Me, I'm sorry. I No, no. Yeah. The, the draw. Yeah. He's he, saying the draw. He should have just called for a kneel down. He should have been a stand-up guy, protected his players. Instead, he let the players take the brunt yeah. of the blame. Belichick, Belichick should tell Patricia Fredo, I know it was you. Yeah. The draw was, like to me, Bill's idea. But I think when you have a play that's unconventional un- unconventional at a time, that's the head coach. Like, when you go – like, if they had gone for it on fourth down there, and you know, and ultimately they they failed, and then the Raiders kicked a field goal. Mm. You think that was Matt Patricia said, "No, no, no, Bill, we're just going to go for it on fourth down here." <laughs> it's the same. Like yeah. every team in the league runs a hail mary on that play, or they take a knee. No one That's runs a draw. It. Yeah. From that point, well, now if you're on your own twenty, I've not, seen not well. You know what I mean? I've seen on yeah. on your own twenty, they might just run a draw or whatever. Right. But but, the but fa- they're not running a draw from midfield. The only factor you're not considering is that maybe we have a guy calling plays that has no idea what he's doing and it's just throwing stuff at the wall. I know what I wouldn't have been able to defend the draw. No, I, I just, to me, I think, I, again, we don't know. I, I put that more on Bill. The fact that they didn't just take a knee or run a Hail Mary was on Bill. I just, I don't know how couldn't you can't reach the end zone, put, <laughs> you I couldn't know. put everything on Bill. I, I mean, and we said it in the offseason going in of, you know, holding our nose and hoping that this was somehow going to work. But, I mean, just saying... How is Matt Patricia in a position to succeed? I mean, you offensive coordinators and offensive line coaches get killed 
even when they're good. You know, like even you come out of a game and people are like, oh, that play call though. I mean, Daniels like, last year got a lot of flack right? from people. Like yep. there was just no way that Matt Patricia. I mean, he had to walk the narrowest of lines, and I mean, he hasn't been good, but. I just don't know how you, you, you focus all your ire on him instead of the guy that set this whole situation up. And, I mean, I think Fred said, like, that, that Matt should have said no. I mean, that's probably the only thing you can really, yeah. that you can really argue that, like, he should have said, I am not qualified yeah. for this. It's not going to help my career to come in here and be the punching bag for the entire offense, whether the line plays bad or the play calling is bad. You know, it's all on him and, this year. And to be clear, someone told me yeah. that. Uh, Burton, Burton Island writes in, I guess it's possible we could win out. But let's face it, the season likely ended in the closing minutes of Sunday's debacle. I'm glad Evan brought up the Jacoby interview yesterday. Here's a guy who made the most boneheaded play imaginable, and all the reporters were trying a dozen different ways to get him to deflect blame, and he wouldn't bite in the slightest. Myers is a stand-up guy and always gives it his all, and I really hope we re-sign him no matter what jaded old Perillo says. I hope they re-sign him. Jaded what? old. What did you Perillo. say, Jaded well, that old part, Perillo? No, that part is accurate. Jaded <laughs> old Perillo. That part is accurate. But I want to resign Jacoby Myers. It, it adds. A I don't new think layer they will. That whole resigning too. I don't no. think they will. But I, I, I would absolutely wouldn't mind. It's going to be a great story. Third, third or fourth receiver. I just don't want him to be the the number one receiver that he's been the last two seasons. Is that asking too much? Uh, Solman, uh, pretty much the same. You know, Myers uh, taking the uh, blame for it all. But he says, I blame Belichick for hiring Patrician Judge. I'm feeling it's time to turn the page on Belichick. He's an all-time great, but the game has passed him by. I want to point out, to remind folks, after the Miami miracle, Belichick said they needed to coach that better. This time, though, mistakes were made. Sounds like he's pointing at the players. He's going to lose the locker room if he hasn't already. They may have. I mean, I do think that Bill has evolved over his time here and, and you know, took, taken strides to, you know, manage – the generational shift that's happened under him. But I mean, I just, I can't help but wonder if the message from that generation of a head coach is still connecting and inspiring the, the younger people in the generation now that are playing. You know, when, I mean, he, he got in the league 20 years ago, this system and, and his style of coaching and all that had been molded 70s, 80s, 90s. I mean, we're in a new time now. I mean, I'd love to say that, that he could coach forever, but I mean, I think we all know you got some old guy that you don't really get what he's talking about. We're not the same generation. We don't speak the same language anymore. I just I, I wonder if that's you know part of the bigger issue of the teams just not coming together at the end of the season anymore, like they kind of used to. Uh, let's go back to the phones eight five five Pats five hundred. Uh, we'll go to Justin in Virginia. Hey Justin. Hey, what's going on, guys? Hey. Hey, I want to kind of piggyback off what Mike just said. Um, I think when you when the staff around a head coach like that is all like are all young um josh mcdaniel types well i mean josh mcdaniel wasn't young but like you know what i mean like young relatively coaches that are on the rise in vogue coaches that can kind of work but the situation we have is you know the situation we have we've been talking about it all year you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. how do you think our offensive um mess compares to the falcons one they had a couple years when they had um the offensive coach that they had to move up into the press box. Steve, I think his name was Steve Sarkeesian, and they had um, Matt Ryan and all of them. How do you how do you think what we have compares to that? I mean, Steve Sarkeesian's a great coach, so they was didn't have. The, a, was that the same guy that they needed to move up into the press box, and it didn't work for like the first ten games? What do you mean moved up to the press box? A lot of coaches call plays from the press box. 
No, but you don't remember half that year. It, it wasn't worth. I'm not I, saying it was. I a don't good remember the. I mean, I'm not me, saying it wasn't a good year. But like, if Steve Sarkeesian, he's coaching at Texas, the head coach at Texas right now. If he wants to come coach the Patriots offense, <laughs> like, please come, like with I mean, open arms. I don't remember what happened sure, in Atlanta. Sure, I'm just saying, so for I can't. that year schematically, it it seemed like it wasn't working. So Steve Sarkeesian was the offensive coordinator for Mac Jones at Alabama in his last year at Bama. Huh. So, so, but forget about the names. I think the point the caller is trying to make is that things didn't go well that year. Is there any correlation? Is that what you're saying? Well, yeah, I don't know. I mean, the yeah, correlation to I'm me is the old like, Eagles thing. But like, yeah, how do you just think those seasons kind of went? Like, like I don't have you, any. I like. I mean, I don't mean to yeah. be disrespectful. I don't really have any knowledge. I just know that to yeah. talk about what happened in Atlanta. Listen, we broke, ten years ago. We broke them. In 16. Well, so. this was long before that. Yeah. So they were already broken. Like early apparently. Matt Ryan. Early yeah. Matt Ryan. Years. Yeah, it sounds. Oh, it. Oh, really? No, 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 no. This was after that. So oh, it was after. Kyle okay. Shanahan was the offensive coordinator in the Super Bowl for the Falcons. Steve Sarkeesian came in after Kyle okay. Shanahan. Okay. I, yeah. yeah, I don't I don't remember what happened, so I don't. I don't either. He yeah, was I, only there for like a year or two. They, their offense was not good that year, but I, I think the, the difference is – when you look at bad offenses like around the league that other than the Patriots, they, they still have offensive coaches coaching offense, right? And well, that's why I said the, it's like the Eagles the, thing. It's They might not have good players to execute the schemes that they're running, but their schemes are at least making sense and the spacing and the details and all, like, all that type of stuff is at least resembling an NFL football team. They might just not have good players. You know, that that's, that's the biggest thing. Uh, when you look at some of the – teams that are at the bottom of the league in offense right now that that's the difference right is uh, between the Patriots and them is that the Patriots are a disjointed mess on offense and these other teams I think just don't have the players to be a better offense thanks Justin uh let's go to um Eldred in North Carolina hey Eldred Big E. hey fellas how y'all doing hey uh I, I heard part of the part of the thing this this afternoon did somebody say something about somebody off a of bill or if they off a of bill off of Mr. Kraft first round for Bill, you, you'll get one? No, Pro Did Football Talk was – No, sur- someone said, you know, would you be interested in trading Bill? That's all. Trading Bill. To a place yeah, where to, he wanted to, to go. To a place that he wanted to go and coach. It's a obviously a far-fetched hypothetical. but a Hypothetical. I, w- I was just wondering. I was wondering because I, I was thinking, why would they? To be honest with you, why would why, why would, why would the other want, team give why up? Why would the other team give up a first round pick? Yeah, yeah. yeah I think yeah. that's a fair uh, question to ask. Mm-hmm. This is my argument against that: is why would you? You know, you're looking at well, first twenty some years, dynasty. The last six, no talent. So six. if you got t- high end talent. Eldred, you're telling me <laughs> that if the Carolina Panthers, like the Carolina Panthers, wouldn't want Bill Belichick to be their head coach? If I was in charge of the Carolina Panthers, I wouldn't give up a first round pick for him. Really? I'm not talking about the. I'm not if I was, in, about if I was in charge of the Chargers, no. I would no. give up a first round. I'm pick not talking about the trade. I just forget. Take the the, the parameters of the trade. For how much of an absolute you we think here is a dumpster. The Patriots are seven and seven. All right, what, what's been going on in Carolina over They're the six last, and eight over the last couple of years is what a if disaster. the deal with Bill is for the first five years you're going to be our head coach and then you're going to oh, be no, our it might GM. Be five and nine. You know, it might be five and nine. What? What if like the the deal is for the first five years, Bill, you're going to be our head coach. I don't. And I don't then you're I'm not be interested in him being my coach for five years. 
I'm not. And then you're no. going to be the GM. Yeah, I don't want to be in the GM at all. Right. Stabney and the GM. Now, come on now. No. Okay. I don't think it would. I, 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 just, I, I would do it. Like if I ha- if it was like the Chargers, and I felt like I have enough talent to be better than I am right now, I just need a coach. Then I would do it. But Chargers might make a little sense. I don't know about like the Panthers. The I'm just saying. I don't know if I trust him to be the guy that's going to pick the next quarterback. I, I'm not necessarily saying. I, I think you're bringing up all fair points. I'm more looking at it of like. If you're Carolina and you want to make a splash head coach oh, yeah. hire, and that like and that on. owner and that owner would absolutely right, do it. Right. You mentioned I, Ursay before. David Tepper. Right. Tepper would do it. Tepper, you know, the Colts, I, I would like Houston with Nick go, going to work with Nick Casario again in, in Houston. Like yep. I'm just talking All about possibilities. teams absolutely. that just So the Patriots signed Parcells and he was name. only here for four years. Do you think he helped the Patriots? Yeah, I don't, I, but he 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 left because he wanted to leave. Okay, not because he couldn't coach. But he was only here for four years. Yeah, but would, I want, would you want Parcells now for the next four years? Now, what is he eighty? But that's like you're at the end, like when he was done in Dallas. Would you have wanted but to I don't hire think him? Bill is showing any signs of slowing down. Well, I don't down. think you're watching then. Like okay. they haven't been very well coached for a couple I, of years. I think he would help any team. Exactly. I, Parcells is also a, a a known program builder, right? Like this is a guy that that came into many different teams and from and, and got them on a on a decent path, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I my my whole thing with with other teams wanting Bill is more about it just being Bill, right? I mean, you're you're right. you're making probably the the higher of the. I mean, off-season. that was the biggest thing people said about Parcells. He gave them instant credibility, right? A, a moribund team gave them instant credibility, right? But like, I wouldn't have wanted, um, I, I wouldn't have wanted Parcells to come to my team when he was done with Dallas. Yeah. But like when Parcells came to the Patriots in '93, absolutely. Can I ask you one more question? Sure. I know everybody been beating us around the bush all the time, but uh, I know we got three games left. But I don't think we got a chance in hell to win any of them. (laughs) So my question is, next year, just in case, what if Kraft and Bill do have that talk and he runs everything back the way it is? How you think the locker room and the players will act? Yeah. I don't, I don't think it can happen. You can't do it. Yeah, you can't. Yeah. But it wouldn't be That's good. I think then you would be at an impasse. I think then you'd be at a come-to-Jesus moment. Yep. Come-to-Jesus moment. Yep. Okay. All right. Well, have a good one. All right, Aldrin. Thanks, Thanks Biggie. Aldrin. Um, Skip writes in, the overall frustration has been building. Not to rehash Bill versus Tom, but those of us who were okay siding with Bill was because the Patriots would play smart football and have a game plan advantage almost every week. That has not been the case over the last three years, with this weekend being the latest example. While I would not fire Bill, I am at the point that if some team offered Kraft a sweetheart deal for him, I do think it should be considered. And Bill would need, have to want to go there. What did what did uh, what did the Patriots give up for Bill initially? We get to the Jets. That was a first round pick, wasn't Just it? Just one. Uh, no, it was a first round, uh, a fourth round, and then the Jets gave back a fifth round. Right, I believe. And I think they had to give the Jets like a million dollars or something like that. It might have been something like that. But yeah. like that's my point. Like so, I mean, you're saying now you it would be more because he's won six titles. I'm saying it would be less because he's 71 years old. Yeah. When he's going to be the next, you yeah, know, I, the I team's just think, next coach. I just think that also the marketing, you know, like not that he's going to go out and give speeches for you, but the idea that, wow, our team who stinks, you know, probably 
just signed Bill Belichick. That your fans are you're excited, and that mean that's that means money to a team. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. that's season that's ticket sales. Right. I mean, well. remember you know when when you know Parcells first came, there was a bump in season ticket sales. When Kraft bought the team, they sold out. You know, so it means it means money too, not just wins. Well, that's part of my question is is how much does that Bill Belichick name brand mean to the Crafts right now? You know, and how much does right. that mean to the Patriots? Yeah, something for so sure. So do you, I don't know. Yeah. What's the ticket situation around the league? Uh, so not season, every team is sold out. Their season ticket? I mean, there are a I lot know. of teams that their people wake up every day thinking, how do we sell more tickets? Okay. We've hmm. been very lucky to not be in that position, hmm. you know, because it changes your life as a marketing person that that's your main goal, sell tickets. Right. They just come to you now. <laughs> yeah. Well, you don't have to do anything. You just renew them. What's the waiting list like right now for Patriots yeah. season tickets? It's like forty grand. I mean, I have to admit, I got season tickets because they signed, because they hired Bill Parcells. Yeah. That's I'm still when, on the That's when list. I became a season ticket holder. I should probably get off the waiting list now. Because <laughs> I work here, obviously. Not Employee. because of the quality of the team. Uh, Shoddy from Houston. Um, <laughs> we all know that the offensive <laughs> coaching is historically bad and changes need to be made in the offseason. However... I wanted to ask what the defense of Mac Jones is now that he's faced two poor defenses in back-to-back weeks and did absolutely nothing. When Zappi torched Cleveland, all we heard was that it was the 30th defense in DVOA, etc. I'm aware that Zappi is not the answer and that he isn't a vast improvement on Mac. But if the staff <laughs> wants to make the playoffs, would it be worth throwing in Zappi for the last three games? I mean, absolutely, as Evan will tell you. Yes, Evan, please <laughs> detail that. I, I, I got done. Now, can I just uh, say one thing in, in terms of the zappy thing? And I, listen, the numbers are what they are. Okay, that's the one outlier of the season. They scored five touchdowns that day. Like clearly, something happened. It was the one time that Matt Patricia maybe bumped his head that day, and it worked. Like I'll tell you what happened. Every <laughs> other game, including all of the other ones with Zappy, the offense didn't look like it did against Cleveland. Yeah. Against like, Cleveland, they actually called this thing called play action. And they called it often, and then every other game. Every other game of the season, they've called. I think last week they called two play action passes. But like, against Green Bay, when Zappy played the vast majority of the game, they couldn't really move the ball. They couldn't score. They scored on a play action against (laughs) against Detroit. They got a bunch of field goals that were set up by fourth down stops by the defense, and they I think they scored one touchdown. Against Chicago, yeah, he came in and gave him an immediate lift and then did With nothing. With play action. Yes. Then did nothing second the entirety half. of the second half. Yep. Cleveland is the outlier. They had a really good offensive game in Cleveland. Uh, it Was it because of Zappi? I don't know. Maybe it was. Maybe if Zappi plays the last three games, the offense will look better. Sorry, Jeff. <laughs> but I, 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 I just don't think this – I don't think the, the magic thing is the quarterback. I think there are so many more issues offensively so, so here, than just the quarterback. He's here, part of it, but a, not the only What thing. I'm going to say about the Zappy thing, okay? So the best, to me, the best case scenario for the Patriots next season is that they get a real offensive coordinator that gets Mac back on track, correct? Like yep. that's, that's yep. the most ideal thing. Yep. So with that in mind, if you bench Mac for the last three, for, you lost him. Yep. It's over. Right. Like he's – his everything's gone like his confidence is gone heck he he might want to be gone right at that point like if I you're, think gonna, you're gonna get that anyway if you're gonna bench him at the end of the year now when the whole operation has been an absolute mess him included but it's not just been him 
that's been a mess, and then you're going to try to roll it back with him next year and, and try to get you know coach him back up. I just think at that point you've you've already basically broken broken him ninety five percent of the way. But if you do that, then you then that you lost him. Yeah, and then you're back at square one. So now let, we're me, drafting let me a post this one, Freddie, as you're getting that email ready. Um, if okay, so he's playing this week. I mean, Bill said said as much. Okay, but sort of. Would would there be any way? Yeah, that's true. It wasn't it wasn't definitive. Um, is there any way? Is there anything to be gained by like? Because you have to have some doubts, right? You're you, you say like I know you come off as a Mac apologist, yes. but even you would have doubts, right? Yeah, I have doubts. So I think we all have some doubts, yep. to varying degrees. So Bill has to too, right? Mm-hmm. Would there be any benefit to saying, yeah, I I know I risk losing the guy, but you know what? I got to make that risk because I got to find out if this other kid, you know, was it just a flash in the pan? Was it just because of better play calls? Was it just because of the opponent? Was all the different things that we say, yeah, but, were they all yeah, buts, or does the kid have something? And maybe you play him the last two games and you find out, yeah, he stinks too. (laughs) Or he goes out there and it's like, yeah, we didn't win the games, but it looked a lot better. We were functional. Mm-hmm. But to what I end? Don't, I, I don't know. Like yeah. To what end? That you have a legitimate or you have a legitimate competition. Not, not necessarily. Going or, into the offseason. Or season. it proves that Mac not doing it. Like, we're giving him, you know, again, don't change the offense when you put Zappy in. Do the exact same thing you would if Mac was. And if it looks better with Zappy, it may not mean necessarily that Zappy's good. It just means that Mac right. Like I'll give you, have I'll, it. I'll give you one. Like, but and this is this and is I'm very. And I don't believe in that. But I'm just no, saying. no. I I don't believe in all this. I'm yeah. giving you like hypotheticals in, yeah. like so. Like if you lose them, okay. I, and I agree with you guys. You can't do it because you lose them. But what if like they just look at it and say like, well, like what are we losing? Right. And I might be able. I might be able. I might be able to find out. I'm gaining knowledge. Perfectly put. Right. I might find out that the other guy has more than I thought. Because I, I just again, I feel like with the right supporting cast, with the right coach, that Mac Jones might not be in this elite top five quarterback ever, but I think he can be a stable NFL starter. Yeah. And I think that that's worth keeping, keeping him. In, bought into being here Mm -hmm. it's worth it because the alternative is is somebody that you know it's like the it's the old family guy mystery box right like okay so we go back into the first round and we take another quarterback and then hopefully that guy you know like we're we're doing it all over yeah i'm just if he's if we can get him back to where he was last year and he's Kirk cousins Derek carr or something like that for you then that's better than nothing i'm operating under the assumption that they have decided that that's probably not going to happen. So, like, if I lose them, yeah, I, I don't really think I have anything to lose. That, and, and I don't think that will happen. I think Mac Jones, barring an injury, is going to play the last three games and business as usual. But you yeah. know, you never know. All right. What I do know is that's it for this edition of Patriots Unfiltered. And I also know that FedEx has been and is ready for the holidays. So you know, it's not just getting your packages for the twenty fifth by the. You know, there's a lot of post-Christmas sales and stuff, too, that you can use FedEx for. Some of the best deals are right after Christmas, right? So FedEx, they're ready for the holidays and beyond. And beyond. And also... What's coming up? What? It, oh, that's right. Catch 22. It's, it's Wednesday. I forgot. I see Buffy. I lost there. track of uh, what day it is. Catch 22 is coming up. 
they'll dive into all the X's and O's of last game and this game and uh, answer all your questions. So Evan and Alex are ready to go right after this. Thank you for downloading this podcast. Subscribe on Apple, Google Play, and everywhere else you listen. Like the show? Please rate and review us. Listener comments and ratings help keep us high in the podcast rankings so new listeners can find us. Be sure to check Patriots.com for more news and more podcasts. The world's original podcast.